0: Gateway Grizzlies baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is brought to you by Budweiser, GCS Credit Union, U.S. Bank, and Pepsi. Now let's send it to the ballpark. Here's Nate Gatter.
1: From historic Boston Field in Evansville is on the air on this Tuesday evening in the southwest part of the Hoosiers State, where tonight the Grizzlies open up a three-game series, their final three away games of 2019, and bring in their longest winning streak of the year, having taken four straight, culminating in their first sweep of the season, completed in game number 90 Sunday in their final meeting ever against the River City Rascals. All of that and more brings us into this edition of the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network. Nate Gatter with you on what looks like it's going to be a gorgeous Tuesday evening for baseball here in Evansville. Whenever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there, this Buds, for you. The Grizzlies coming off a 12-3 route over River City Sunday, although the game was not shaping up that way. The Rascals scored three times in the first inning before the Grizzlies got two in the third on Connor Owings-Homer and one more in the sixth inning on a sack fly from Greg White. That tied the game. Then the Grizzlies piled up seven runs in the seventh inning and two more in the eighth to win it by a final of 12 to 3. They swept the Rascals and scored 22 runs across the three-game series, an aggregate score line of 22 to 5 over the weekend in that sweep. And the final meeting ever for the Grizzlies against their crosstown rival, Rascals, who will not be returning to the Frontier League in 2020. So that brings us into this meeting here in Evansville, where the Grizzlies did not play very well about a week and a half ago. They won the first game of the series 3-0, but then dropped the remaining pair 9-6 at 11-6. Gateways pitching will have to improve. With Chris Carton on the mound tonight, Jordan Barrett tomorrow, and Ian Cajaloa on Thursday. The Grizzlies facing a tough Otters rotation. It's really impossible uh, to get the easy part of the rotation. I'm not sure that exists, but they're certainly not getting it in this series. They'll face Jake Welch tonight, Brandon Sittinger tomorrow, and then Matt Quintana on Thursday evening, although It's worth noting that the Grizzlies did hit uh, Quintana pretty hard when they saw him a couple of Sundays ago, uh, even though, in the end, he did still earn the victory. It was uh, not one that he earned on the back or on his own right arm. It was really on the backs of uh, his bats who piled up runs for the Otters. Gateway comes in with a 37 and 53 record, six games to go in the 2019 Frontier League season. This will be 91 of 96 for Gateway in 2019, 37-53 record. The Grizzlies have won four games in a row for the first time this year. A walk-off Thursday, 5-3 win over Schaumburg, then 5-2, 5-0, and 12-3 victories of the weekend against River City, all four of those games in Sojay. The Otters come in at 53-37, the best record in the Frontier League. They have lost uh, one game in a row, if you will. They lost their last time out. The Grizzlies are 4-5 and five against Evansville this year, 3-3 three and three in Sojay, 1-2. and two so far this year at Bossy Field. Otters have also been tough in this ballpark. 29 and 16 this year. The Grizzlies are just 17 and 26 on the road. Gateway try to play. Spoiler, the Grizzlies uh, certainly hurt the Rascals' playoff chances over the weekend. We go to the Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard and check out the standings in their entirety. First in the East Division, where Lake Erie has essentially clinched the division, leading the way at 50 and 40. Schaumburg is six games back in second place. Joliet trails by 11 in third. Windy City 11 and a half off the pace in fourth. And Washington 15 and a half back at the bottom in fifth place. The Grizzlies and the Wild Things most likely will be playing to decide the worst record in the league next weekend when Gateway returns home to Soge. And uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, at the moment, with the Grizzlies having uh, won a few games in a row now, they are uh, looking the favorites to at least have the second worst record in the league at worst which would be an improvement over the last couple of seasons anyway washington at the bottom of the east lake Erie's magic number is one the crushers need one win or one schaumburg loss the rest of this season to secure the division title in the west evansville leads away at 53 and 37 florence though is just a half game back and uh, river city trails by one and a half in third place occupying the final frontier lake wildcard slot for the moment southern illinois is three behind evansville for first place in the division, but just one and a half behind the Rascals for that final wild card spot. And the Miners have the Grizzlies in large part to thank for that after Gateway took all three from River City over the weekend. Only six teams, including Evansville and Gateway, in action tonight on our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard. Lake Erie at Southern Illinois and Schaumburg at Windy City. Both of those games will be getting underway just about when we do, coming up in uh, a little under 10 minutes, a 6.35 Central Time first pitch is scheduled at Bossy Field. So again, it's Lake Erie at Southern Illinois, Schaumburg at Windy City, and the Grizzlies here at Evansville. And then uh, things will pick up tomorrow, busier Wednesday, on the Frontier League calendar. Joliet at Florence for a double header. Washington at River City, opening up a two-game series. Those two teams both have played one more game than the rest of the league. So that's why they are idle tonight at Florence is a scheduled doubleheader tomorrow. So those two teams will be back in action. In short, Evansville has a chance to uh, pull a game clear of the Freedom and two games clear of River City. Southern Illinois, with a win tonight, could pull within one of the Rascals for that uh, final Frontier League playoff spot, the second and final wild card slot, the fourth and final opening
2: in the playoffs.
1: On the Husky Trailways, out of town, scoreboard, Lake Erie and Southern Illinois, Schomburg and Windy City Gameway at Evansville. On the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can too at com. U.S. Bank starting lineups are next. Stay with us. Budweiser pregame show continues after this on the Grizzlies Media Network.
3: A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, No backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you.
4: Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
5: The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find. The Pro batter PX2. The Pro batter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170. 70 or
0: You're listening to the Budweiser Pregame Show on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Back at historic Fosse Field in Evansville, Indiana, where we're closing in now on first pitch between the visiting Grizzlies and the host Evansville Otters. Nate Catterback back with you to continue the Budweiser Pre Game Show on the Grizzlies Media Network. To the friend you can always count on, Bud Light. Famous among friends. Time now for our U.S. Bank starting lineups. First for the visiting Grizzlies who come in with a record of 37-53 but have won a season best four games in a row. Connor Owings leads off at first base. He'll be followed by Andrew Daniel, who is at shortstop, getting his second straight chart at short with Brent Sakurai out of the lineup here this evening. Dustin Woodcock is in right field batting third. Clinton Amed is Wesley Jones at third base. Sean Dunstan Jr. is in center field batting fifth. Gunnar Buhner... Will bat sixth at second base. He's followed by the number seven hitter, Greg White, in left field. Zach Taylor gets the start behind the plate. He is the catcher hitting eighth. And Cletus Avery is at EH. He will bat ninth. Right hitter Chris Carden, six foot four, 225 pounder from Fayetteville, Georgia, makes yet another start for the Grizzlies. He has been uh, consistent for Gateway all year long, although the last couple of starts, the first times all season that he has failed to finish the fifth inning, he had gone at least five and a third innings in every start until his last two outings, and he has failed to finish the fifth. His last couple of trips out, including allowing 13 runs, although only six of them were earned in his uh, last appearance. More on that will be coming up when he takes the mound uh, in the bottom half of the first inning. For the Otters, a 53-37 and 37 record league best. But coming off a loss. David Crodon is at second base leading off. Keith Greishaber will be the left fielder and hit second. Ryan Long bats third and plays third in a two-horse race for the Frontier League's most valuable player, Morgan Burkhart Award. With Braxton Martinez, the third baseman of River City. And funny enough, uh, not only can only one of them be the MVP, but only one of them beyond that can be uh, our postseason all-star at third base in the Frontier League because they play the same position, so one of them's gonna be left off that team entirely even well, in all likelihood, coming in second in MVP voting. So it's Groden and Grease Haber long, then Elijah McNamee bats cleanup in right field, the rookie out of Mississippi State. Taylor Lane is the DH hitting fifth, followed by Dakota Phillips at first base. Number seven batter is right Mike Rizzatello. He will do the catching. Hunter Cullen, the speedy center fielder, bats eighth. And Tanner Wheatridge, former River City Rascal, rookie out of Iowa, is the shortstop, batting ninth. Jake Welch, just a rookie, two right Right-hander, six foot six, 250 pounder from Spencerport, New York. On uh, the mound for the honors, he is putting together an excellent season. He is 7-5 with a 2.94 earned run average. Played last year with Windy City, a couple of seasons before that with the Birmingham Bloomfield Beavers of the United Shore League. Once again for the Grizzlies, who have a 2.44 team batting average, seventh in the league, and 69 home runs now to rank fourth because they've hit 31 in 24 games in and August. Second. Owings at first, Daniel in short, at short, Woodcock in right, Jones at third, Dunstan Jr. in center, Buner at second, White in left, Taylor the catcher, Avery the DH, and Cardin, the right-hander, out of mound. For the Otters, 258 average, tops in the league, 66 home runs to rank fifth. Croton at second, receiver in left, long at third, McNamee and right, playing the DH, Phillips at first, Rizzicello the catcher, Cullen in center, Wheatridge at short, and Welch the right-hander, who will be doing the pitching in our series opener tonight. Grizzlies under the direction of 13th-year manager Phil Warren, the Otters under 10th-year skipper Andy McCauley, who has put to together one winning record after another for the Otters in Evansville, and he has done the same this year. We will see if that's an in the end to propel the Otters to a West Division title. Six games to go to decide that. And uh, the Grizzlies for these last three games anyway can still have an impact on the playoff chase that last weekend of the year playing Washington. There will be no such impact available. Gateway with the wild thing's also out of it, but Gateway can still play spoilers for three more games and try to improve upon the series loss last time at Bossy Field. Tonight's starting lineups were brought to you by U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Back after this with first pitch coming up next. You've been listening to the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network.
6: Budweiser presents an important message about friendship.
7: You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Ooh, I'll be waiting here for you When you come
5: home I'll see you later, buddy.
6: Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Ooh,
8: Hey, I'm sorry
6: You I decided I shouldn't drive home last night I stayed at Dave's Ooh, when you come
7: I'm back I'm back
6: Yeah, I'm back <laughs> This message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri The renovators know Where to put a wall A
9: window, a room Most importantly, the renovators know what they want And that's the most admirable skill of all a home equity line of credit from U.S. Bank could help make your house the home you've always wanted. Visit a U.S. Bank branch, usbank.com dreambig, or call 800-209-BANK. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Some restrictions may apply. Subject to credit approval, mortgage and home equity products offered by U.S. Bank National Association, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC.
10: Hi, this is Hall of Famer Carlton Fisk. Make your plans today to visit Cooperstown and the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. Reconnect with your memories of the game and make new memories with your family. Check out baseballhall.org today for more information. Carlton Fisk had a lot of little boy in him right there, Joe. The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum, preserving history, honoring excellence, and connecting generations.
0: You're listening to the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Back at a historic Fonsey Field in Evansville, Indiana, where we are now just about set for first pitch between the visiting Grizzlies and the host, Evansville Otters. Nate Gatter back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network. So glad you could join us on this Tuesday evening. Otters are on the field wearing their Navy uniforms, or jerseys anyway, with white pants. They tri-colored pan, uh, paneled caps, white on the forehead, Navy on the sides and backs, and the maroon burgundy, we'll call it, bills. Brandon Sittinger, are making it Jake Welch. The tall right-hander is on the mound for the Otters. His defense comes in with a 976 fielding percentage, sixth in the league. Keith Gracehaber in left field, Hunter Cullen in center, Elijah McNamee in right. Third to first in the infield, infield it's Ryan Long, Tanner Wietrich, David Cronin, and Dakota Phillips. Mike Risatello is the catcher. Grizzlies lineup that will be opposing Welch starts with Cotter Owings, then Dan Andrew Daniel, and Dustin Woodcock in the first inning. They'll be followed by Wesley Jones, Sean Dunstan Jr., and Gunnar Buter, Craig White, Zack Taylor, and Cletus Avery. Routed out for 13th year Grizzlies manager, Phil Warren. Once again, the starting lineups this evening brought to you by U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Welch, the six-foot-six, 250-pound right header from Spencerport, New York. He is 26 years old out of Notre Dame College, not the University of. Also spent time at Jefferson Community College. And uh, that, of course, is in the uh, general St. Louis area. Seven and five, 2.94 earned run average. Here's his 19th appearance, 19th start, 116 innings. He struck out 111. He's won 35. The league is hitting 246 against him. And he has delivered five quality starts in a row. Six and two-thirds innings, two runs at Southern Illinois. His last start, which came last Wednesday, he struck out nine. And that one before that, seven and a third scoreless against River City. Eight innings, one earned against Washington. Seven innings, three earned against Southern Illinois. Six and two-thirds, one earned against Windy City. So he's put together a really nice run of play. Right-hander to left-hander. Welch works out of the wind-up to Cotter Owings. Here's the kick on the first pitch. Owings takes a strike of the inside, and we're underway at 6.37 Central Time at Evansville. It's 81 degrees and sunny. First pitch weather report is brought to you by Pro If unpredictable weather causes damage to your home, turn to the experts at Pro Faster to any size disaster. Welch from the first base out of the rubber, slow wind-up and a one-strike one strike pitch on the way, and it's chopped softly towards second base. That brings in David Cronin, who scoops and flips to first to retire owing. One down. Batting
2: second. Number nine, shortstop, Andrew Daniel.
1: So here's Andrew Daniel, righty batter. 2.30 average, nine homers, 36 batted in. Been hitting the ball powerfully of late. while lets it fly. Daniel takes a fastball strike. He had three home runs over the Grizzlies' six-game homestand. One strike pitch taken outside, and the count is even a ball and a strike. Did not homer last time out Sunday, but went two of five, an RBI single, and a two-run double his last couple of at-bats. So he had three runs batted in in one inning, actually. One in one pitch. Swinging and a foul tip back into Rizzitello's made a ball than two strikes. Daniel went two for two with a single and a double. Drove in a run and then two more in that seven-run Grizzly seventh inning. And it gave them the lead and then put the game away in the span of 10 or 15 minutes. What a 2 pitches, is roped over third base. A fair ball down the left field line. Daniel rounds first. He heads for second. Greasehaber digs it out of the corner. His throw goes into third base, and Daniel slides into second with a one-out double. Andrew Daniel picks up right where he left off with a fantastic homestand last week, and he starts the final week of the 2019 season in style. Here's Dustin Woodcock, who homered the last time the Grizzlies were in Evansville. That's the first Grizzlies hit of the ball game. Daniel's double into the left field corner, brought to you by Montclair Animal Hospital. Is your furry friend not feeling well or in need of an annual checkup? Whatever the need, you can bring your pets to Montclair Animal Hospital, where their mission is to give each pet their full attention. So I'm going to pop up down the left field line. Greasehaber Obrey as room and fair territory, makes the catch. Daniel holds in second. So Woodcock quickly retired. He, too, had a good homestand. We'll have and to
2: wait to talk more
1: day. about that so as the game goes on. Wesley Jones. So here's Wesley Jones, Grizzlies' righty batting third baseman in the cleanup spot. He's hitting 3 0 4 across 13 gateway ball games. No homers, four batted in. Back of the box, straightaway stance, stands off the plate a bit. Welch set to the belt and deals. Jones takes a breaking ball strike up the outside. Preston Childers is our home plate umpire. He's joined by Tom Swoboda on the bases. Now the pitch. Jones takes up it in. One ball, one strike. Bigger hole on the right side of the infield. David Crote in the second baseman is over toward the bag to keep Daniel as close as he can, but Andrew has a big lead. Welsh looks that way, but fires. And Jones bounces it up first and foul. Toward Brent Sakurai, Grizzlies normal shortstop, coaching first base. He had that head injury on Saturday in the first inning against River City. And he has not appeared since. He started the first 89 games of the year for Gateway All that shortstop. This is his second straight out of the lineup. Handle that, a two-hopper. Smoothly, though, coaching first. Daniel at second base, two outs, just out of way with no score in the top of the first. And it's a ball and two strikes on Jones. White batting loves. He holds the black bat down on the knob, circles his a, a little bit with his hands up around his right ear. Walts throws. Jones takes a slider in the dirt down and away, blocked well by a sliding Rizzatello to his right. Talked about that a little bit the last time the Grizzlies were here. But Rizzatello is sort of the model of a catcher, especially the kind of catcher you expect to see in independent baseball. He's a scrapper of a guy. He's a little bit undersized, sort of of the short and muscular kind of body build. And he will slide around and go after anything. Two and two pitch. Swing and a fisted pop up at his shallow right. Cronin didn't get a good read back from second, but he makes the over-the-shoulder catch on the move. Nicely done by Cronin to recover. He looked like he lost out a little bit in the glare. You can see him kind of uh, making like he was squinting up into the sky, but in the end, recover to get back and make the catch. No runs, one hit. Daniel stranded at second base. We head to the home half of the first. Yeah. Gateway nothing. Evansville coming up on the Grizzlies media network.
6: Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and
7: me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Ooh, I'll be waiting here for you
5: when you come home. I'll see you later, buddy.
6: Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Ooh.
8: Hey, I'm sorry.
6: You decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed at Dave's.
7: Ooh, when you come I'm back. I'm back. To me. Yeah, I'm back.
6: <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
11: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
12: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
3: This is Jeff Manzo, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: David Cronin leads off the bottom of the first inning for Evansville. The Grizzlies had a runner at second base uh, in the form of Andrew Daniel after a one-out double in the top of the first, but they could not cash him in. And so instead, they send six-foot-four, 225-pound right-hander Chris Carden to the mound of the home first. In a nothing, nothing ball game, Carden, 25 years old, from Fayetteville, Georgia, seven and four with a 4.13 earned run average. It's his 18th appearance; all of them have been starts. He deals with the lefty batter Cronin. First pitch is a fastball taken low for ball one. Over 95 and two-thirds innings, Carden has struck out 82 and walked 44. The league is hitting 245 against him. The pitch, Cronin takes a slider for a strike. One and one lefty batter with a 288 average three homers in 33 batted in second year Otter, formerly of the chicago white Sox organization one at one pitch taken just off the outside that squirted out of taylor's mid otherwise he might have been able to frame it as an appealing enough pitch around the outside corner that preston chillers our home plate umpire might have decided to bite on it instead two balls one strike garden wines and deals Cronin swings and smokes one on a couple of hops to Daniel, but he's able to move to his left at short and glove it, and the fire to first in time. So Cronin out, one away in the home half of the first inning, and it brings up Keith Greissaber, the Otters' left fielder, hard to to bounce second. back after a couple a of rough fielder starts. Technically, it is his 18th start, but really it's only his 17th. He was credited for one at that July 21st game in Joliet when it was suspended due to rain after the top of the first inning, so he never took them out. Actually, he did in the bottom of the first inning to take his warm-up tosses, but he never threw an official pitch in that game. He's still credited as the starter, though, because he was listed as such on the starting lineups that were exchanged in Joliet, even though Jordan Barrett really ended up pitching that game when it was replayed at gameway the next weekend. Right-header to right-header, here it Reese swings and lashes a line drive into center field, the base hit. He's been having a very nice season, hitting up over 290. And he's a one-out base runner for the Otters in the home first, no score. Here now comes the Evansville MVP candidate, third baseman Ryan third, the third baseman, number
2: seven, Ryan
1: Long. And anyway, Cardin had been a picture of consistency he had put together before his last two outings back-to-back quality starts. And he had six, uh, make it seven quality starts at his last eight outings. had he had missed nine straight quality starts by only two combined outs, a couple of five-and-two-thirds innings outings, when you need six to qualify for that quality start. Pitch outside, ball one to the lefty batter long. 289 average, 14 homers, 77 batted in. That last number leads the frontier league. Carden works from slightly on the first base out of the rubber. He set to the shoulders. Out a pitch. Long lifts it foul. Left side out of play. One ball, then one strike. Grease Haber has some speed, by the way. 21 steals on 30 attempts this year. That's 70%. And the Otters are second in the Frontier League behind only Florence. It's still their bases. The Grizzlies rank third but have been much more efficient than those two clubs ahead of them. Carden sets. A spin and a throw to first. Grease Haber leaning, but he dives back ahead of the tag from Owings. Along with Owings at first base, Scott Buner is at second. Andrew Daniel at short. Wesley Jones over at third. Left to right of the outfield, it's Greg White, Sean Dunston Jr., and Dustin Woodcock. Zach Taylor is Carden's catcher this evening. A hold from Carden in the pitch. Change up taken for a high strike, one and two. That Grizzlies defense comes in with a 971 fielding percentage, second worst in the league, and just one hundredth of a percentage point ahead of Schaumburg. Nothing, nothing in the home first. One out, Greasehaber at first base of all the two strikes on Long. Cardin the stretch, and here he comes. Long swings and fists a soft looper to shallow left toward the foul line. In comes White to his right. It drops in front of him, though, for a single. And Greasehaber holds it second. So Long will take the hit any way he can get it. He and Martinez are in a tight two-horse race for the Morgan Burkhardt Award as the Frontier League's most valuable player. Those votes are due tomorrow and will likely be announced uh, this weekend. So back-to-back singles, two otters on, one out, no score in the first, and here comes the Evansville cleanup man, rookie Elijah McNamee. Batting for
2: the right fielder, number nine, Elijah McNamee.
1: McNamee is the Otters' leading hitter, although he does not have nearly enough plate appearances to qualify. He's batting at 3.05 with a home run 15 batted in. This is his 33rd professional game tonight. Roddy batter, back of the box, ever so slightly open stance. Navy Sox hitched up to the hollow of his kneecaps. White batting gloves. Holds the black bat down over the knob. Cardin delivers and McNamee takes low as getting short hopping fastball. The Taylor then threw back the mound. I think Preston Childers, our home plate umpire, had a mind to introduce a new baseball. And in the end, that is what's going to happen now. The Grizzlies are in the powder blue alternate jerseys. Navy caps and belts, gray pants. Jersey's have the Navy Grizzlies, capital G, lowercase, everything else across the chest. Navy Bears on the gold mat, white numbers front and back. Here's the pitch. McNamee takes a slider strike, just caught the outer edge. Delayed call by Childers, but it's even a ball and a strike on McNamee. Grizzlies play for a double play. Shortstop Daniel is just about in his normal position, maybe a step toward the back. Second baseman Buehner is up the middle. Up and in, a fastball for ball two and McNamee bailing back out of the way. So anyway, Carton had been on that great run of form. Just about nine quality starts in a row. We're talking from June 11th all the way through to August 9th. So two months in which two combined outs separated him from nothing but quality starts the entire time. He sets. I look to second, now the pitch. McNamee waves over a breaking ball below his knees and it's two balls, two strikes. The last two starts, though, things have not gone nearly as well for Chris. Back-to-back losses. Only his third and fourth losing decisions of the year. Combined, 18 runs, 11 earned over eight and two-thirds innings. It's a double-digit earned run average. Magnum, calls time. 19 hits over those eight and two-thirds innings seven strikeouts against 10 walks. The batting average against him has increased by 27 points. On base percentage by 32. Two and two pitches, low ball three. And his earned run average has gone from 3.41 to 4.14. That's a 73-point increase in two starts. Well, 0.73 suppose but almost three-quarters of a run. Gateway nothing, Evansville nothing, last of the first. This is a big pitch coming. Two Otters on, Greasehaber at second, long at first with one out. Three balls, two strikes on McNamee. Crouches, bends at the knees, right side stands. Cardin's payoff on the way. McNamee grounds it toward third to his left. Jones with his him to the left field, the base hit. Haber waved home, there will be no play. RBI single Elijah McNamee, and it's one-nothing Otters in the first inning. First inning runs have been a problem for the Grizzlies this year. You can hardly bl- blame Chris Carden too much for that one. He gave up a hard line drive single to Grease Sabre, but then a bloop on a little jam shot pop up from Long. and a soft ground ball for McNamee to find the hole. Hitter,
2: number 10, Taylor Lane.
1: So here's Taylor Lane, and now Carden has to try to mitigate this damage. Otters a run on three hits thus far. Still first and second now. Long at second base, McNamee at first. And a double play ball could still get the Grizzlies out of the ascending. Had that been pulled a little bit more, maybe five feet, certainly ten farther to the left and more toward the third baseman Jones, it could have been a pretty easy around the horn twin killing. Pitch to Lane is instead of spinning a look at second. Righty batting DH has a 245 average. That's way down since the Grizzlies were last at Bossy Field just a week and a half ago when Lane was up around three hundred. no homers, 16 batted in across 25 games. First pitch. Lane takes low for a ball. Lane from Chesapeake, Virginia, out of Arizona State.
8: I'll
1: turn. 25, uh, 24 years old in September. Cardin's 1-0 pitch on the way. No, time had been called at the last moment. Breaking ball dropped in for a strike, but Cardin was taking too long dealing with Long at second base, and Lane called time. He is hitless in four games in a row. 0 for 15 across that span. Although he's only struck out once. Checks his swing, takes a strike. Breaking ball up the outside, it's one and one. It's almost hard to go 0 for 15 while putting the ball in play 14 times. That's a lot of bad luck. And before that, he had been pretty hot. He had hit in six games in a row. His average was at 291 when the Grizzlies last saw him. Pitch inside for a ball. And 300 going into that series against Gateway. That was just two weeks ago. So, partially, this is due to a small sample size and some lousy batted ball line. Cardin's two and one offering us uh, another spin and a look at second. And uh, he seems awfully concerned with Ryan Long, who has nine steals this year, but only 11 attempts. And that's usually not a number that a guy's going to use to steal third. Lane swings at a breaking ball, bounces it toward the middle, to his right, the second base computer, but it's packed over the center of ace hit. Long coming to the plate, Dunston throw offline and late. It's another RBI single. Four hits in a row for the Otters and they lay 2-0 in the first. McNamee the second, lane aboard. So the Grizzlies have solved his slump. And here comes Dakota Phillips, the Evansville first baseman.
2: Six, the first baseman,
1: number 19, Dakota Phillips. Three Haber and Long, the runs, McNamee and Lane, the RBIs. All four have singled in this first inning. Not the start Chris Carden was hoping for, but again, really only one of those four singles has been hit hard. Right-hander to left-hander. Phillips takes a fastball for a generous strike on the outer end. He's hitting a 240 but has seven home runs and 32 batted in across 60 games this year with the Otters. Middle infield remains double played out. And the Grizzlies have been close to double play balls on each of these last two hands. Swing and a miss by Phillips. One after a change up low. It's nothing and two. And that's got to be painful for a pitcher. Especially one like Carden, who's had some struggles these last couple of outings, but the Grizzlies defense did not help him at all. Last time he pitched at home against Schaumburg. He allowed 13 runs, but only six were earned. That says a lot about how poor the defense was behind him. Two-strike pitch. Phillips takes a fastball, though, for a ball. And anyway, he's been struggling so much that he he probably feels like he just needs a break or a bounce, something to go his way. And in the end, all he gets is some seeing-eye RBI singles. Neither McNamee's ground ball to the left side nor Elaine's ground ball up the middle hit hard at all. What a two pick. Phillips swings and misses at a slider and strikes out. Two got in the first inning. That's the first K for Carden, brought to you by Julie, the Illinois One Call System. Know what's below before you dig. Always call Julie at 811 or visit IllinoisOneCall.com. Here now is Otters catcher Mike Rizzitello. That is seventh and catching
2: number 18, Mike Rizzatello.
1: Rizzitello has a 262 average, one home run, and nine batted in. Right-hander to right-hander, here it is. Rizzatello swings at a slider and pops it up. Short right-center field, Buter backpedals, makes the call from second base, and makes the one-hand catch to retire the side. So some poor luck for Cardin, one hard-hit ball in there for the Otters, but they end up with two runs on four hits and a couple of men left. We head to the second, Evansville 2 way nothing on the Grizzlies media network.
13: Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it, really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive-through receipts or is that a what of used chewing gum? <sighs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you, or all of you. There's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, that is refreshing. <clears throat> Pepsi, refresh yourself, refill your cup holder. <coughs> One
9: small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank. The power of possible. Equal Housing Lender. Member FDIC.
0: Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Back at Bonsey Field at Evansville, Indiana, where the Grizzlies trail the Evansville Otters early by a score uh Two to nothing. Connors oh, scored a couple of runs on four singles in the bottom of the first inning and uh, now as we head to the second. Jake Welch is spotted to a two-run lead. Sean Dunston Jr., Gunnar Buter, and Greg White, the five, six, and seven hitters for a gateway schedule. Lefty batter Dunston hitting at 252. He has eight home runs and 37 RBIs. Welch works from the extreme first base out of the rubber against the lefty hitter Dunstan, who chokes up off the bat. The pitch. Sean takes a strike over the inside. Navy socks pulled up all the way to his knees. <laughs> Welch delivers. Sean takes down it in. It's even a ball and a strike. That bat up and down over his left shoulder around helmet high. Here's the pitch. And it's fouled back. One ball and two strikes. Now the pitch. Sean waves and misses over a slider down and in toward his back foot and strikes out. For a strikeout for Welch, one away in the second inning.
2: Batting sixth at second base, number nineteen, Gunnar Uner.
1: Connor righty batter, the windup of the pitch. Got her takes, a fastball strike for the inside. 2.18 average, three homers and 15 batted in. Welch comes back, got her takes inside. It's even one and one. Apologize to those of you experiencing uh, some technical difficulties. Hopefully you have them uh, worked out the internet here uh, Evansville can be a less than stellar connection at times, but uh, hopefully we managed to go around it. One and one pitch, got her waves and misses at a slider. It's one and two. One out, nobody on. Grizzlies trail the Otters two nothing as we play in the top of the second. Buhner has been swinging a really hot stick for Gateway of late. Hit in three in a row and ten of his last eleven. That includes an eight-game hitting streak. What a two-pitch. He's going to miss. He strikes out on a slider. Back-to-back keys for Welch. Two down. And that went back to before he missed uh, that significant time with his toe injury. He was just activated on the 22nd.
2: Left fielder. Number 22, Greg White.
1: So here is Greg White. Which is grounded towards short. In comes Weitrich, scoops it, throws on a run to first, and beats White. So a one-two-three inning for Wildsby at the bottom of the second. Evansville 2 game with nothing on the Grizzlies media Network.
4: A Budweiser,
3: a burger, and Thomas red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet. A Bud and a Burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a Burger. This Bud's for you.
4: Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
14: GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that—you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify. Business qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured.
2: This is Jason Seaver, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: The second inning from Evansville, Indiana, where the Grizzlies trail the Otters 2 0. They gather with you on the Grizzlies Media Network. Chris Carden heads back to work for Gateway after he allowed four singles all in a row with one out of the first inning, but only one of them was really hit all that far. Bad luck for him to be a down 2 nothing. He'll deal with Hunter Cullen, Tanner Wietrich, and David Cronin, the 8 9 and 1 batters for the Otters in the home second. Cullen has a 262 average, 8 homers, and 32 maddened in. Speedy but powerful lefty hitting center fielder against the right hander Carton. Out of the windup here it is. Cullen takes outside ball one. <laughs>
8: Keith
1: Greeshaber started that string of singles with a line drive back into center field, but after that it was ground balls. What a pitch. Swagging so a pop-up from Cullen off the end of his bat, but found that out of play left side. One and one. Actually, even worse, it, it, the second hit was Long who kind of got one in on his hands and just popped it up over third base into shallow left too far away from White. That McNamee and Lane had uh, slowly hit ground balls into the outfield. One-on-one pitch and uh, time it up and put back in. So it does not count. Carton wants to go as fast as he possibly can. And batters often make efforts to slow him down. Uh, Preston Childers points toward him and says throw it. Cullen grounds it foul up first. One ball, two strikes. It's a shame for Gateway because the Grizzlies actually had, I think, the hardest hit ball of the first inning when Andrew Daniel lined one into the left field corner for a double and the only extra base hit for certain in that first inning, but did not score. Daniel was at second base with one out, but Gateway failed to bring him in. Woodcock flying to left and Jones popped to second. Here's the pitch. How that swings and nubs it up first again and foul. So still one ball, then two strikes. Cullen with his average power and uh, on base up at 346 coming into play. Pitched to him, is foul back. Considering all those numbers and that he has some good speed, although you have to say this year he has underperformed in the uh, stolen base category, but. Considering all of those things, I think he'd be eschewing to bat at the top three spots in the batting order for most teams in this league. He takes outside two and two. But this is a deep and talented Evansville order, and there's just no way for Cullen to get in that top four at least. Nobody on, nobody out. Two and two pitch. He swings and ropes it off the right side foul. Two runs on four hits for the host Otters. No runs one hit for the visiting Grizzlies. Neither team has made an error. Gateway left Daniel at second base in the first. Otters left McNamee and Lane on first and second in the first as well. Still two and two. Here it is again. Cullen fouls it off. Hard and ready to go right away again. Out of the windup from the first base side of the rubber. Here's his pitch. Take it up and away, and the count is full on Cullen. Out Now the pitch. Swing got a ground ball, foul. First base side, Cummins continues to battle. We'll see an 11th pitch in this plate appearance. And he has yet to take a strike. Seven foul balls and three have missed the zone. Carden is up to 34 pitches already. Here's number 35. Now takes a fastball though and works an impressive walk. The first Carden has issued so far this evening. He's aboard to lead off the second. And you might remember from when the Grizzlies were here a couple of weekends ago, that was a very big key for the Otters offense. Here's Tanner Wietrich, the rookie shortstop. Weetrich
2: shortstop, number 29, Tanner
1: Wietrich. Wietrich in his 25th professional game tonight, the majority of which have been spent with the honors. He did start his pro career with River City. 279 average between the two stops. No homers, seven batted in. Righty hitter against the right hitter, Carden, who sets at the shoulders, and let's fly. Takes a slider for a generous strike. Just came back to the inside edge. Cullen has that good speed at first base, but he's just 14 of 21 of the base pass this year, which is, first of all, sort of a low attempt number. 21 in 72 games, you'd think he'd run more. And even worse, he's converted only two-thirds of them. Throw to first, he dives back ahead of the Owings tag. And that's surprising. Just because he runs so well, he's a very good defender in center field. And, of course, he brings that power, so you don't need him necessarily to be as productive with his speed as you might a comparable player who lacks that same power. One strike pick. Wietrich takes down and away. That's off Taylor's mid. dribbles to the backstop, and Cullen scoots up to second on what will likely be a wild pitch but could go either way. Anyway, but when the Grizzlies were here last time in Evansville, the Otters only scored in one inning out of the whole series when they didn't have the leadoff man on. And remember, they piled up the runs. They scored 20 in three games, and they were shut out of the first game. They scored nine in game two and 11 in game three. And all but one of those were scored when the leadoff man got on base. One and one pitch. Lietrich swings in a curve and fouls it back. Goes as a wild pitch officially. Cullen in scoring position at second. Nobody out. Evansville up 2-0 in the second. Carden's next pitch will now be his 39th of the evening. I have a relevant West Division update for you on our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard. First, the one and two pitch from Carden on the way. Dietrich takes low and it's two balls, two strikes. Lake Erie has opened up a three nothing lead in the second inning at Redwood Park in Marion over Southern Illinois. The Miners have closed within three games of these Otters for the West Division lead, and one and a half of River City for the final playoff spot. Weetridge swings at a slider and rolls it up the third base side
8: foul.
1: These Otters hitters are really making Carden work thus far. will be the sixth pitch to Weitrich and the 17th pitch to the first two batters in this inning. Cullen at second nobody out. Another two and two offering. Wietrich fouls it off his foot. David Cronin, the leadoff man, is on deck. By the way, on the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can too at huskybus.com. There was some wind blowing out to right and Right center field early you know, around first pitch and in the first inning. Now that flag atop a high pole and dead center field is hanging lit. Cardin delivered. Wietrich nubs a little roller up first and barely fouled. That was a, almost a self-defensive swing. Looked like it was just about gonna hit him on his back hip. And he brought his hands way in so they were almost touching his torso. And somehow managed to bring his bat through like he was taking an awkward mini golf putt and just got the black wood to it. He bends slightly at the knees, crowds the plate in a straightaway stand. Another two and two pitch from Carton after a long hold out of the way. Wietrich chops it towards short. That moves Cullen to third. Daniel gloves it and throws to first to get Weitrich for the first out, but Cullen is now 90 feet away and could score on a productive Cronin out. We'll see if the Grizzlies bring the infield in, down two nothing in the second. And with Cronin coming up now. Back to the
2: top, the order, number two, second baseman, David Cronin.
1: The Otters have already struck first in this game, and we talked about this when the Grizzlies were recently at Boise Field as well. The first run is a big deal for Evansville this year. When the Otters score first, they're 39 and 10. That's a 796 winning percentage, meaning they win just about 80% of their games. Where well, they score the first run. Cullen at third for the lefty batter, Cronin, who granted a short his first time. And Carton just stepped off and put his hands out to either side like he was frustrated about something. Now he sets and delivers. Cronin takes a fastball, though, for ball one. Grizzlies have decided to leave their middle infielders deep. Third baseman Jones and the first baseman Owings have come in about halfway. Outfield is very shallow. Cronin does have some power, three home runs and 22 total extra base hits this year. one pitch, he takes a slider for a strike over the inner half. Anyway, when the otters don't score first, 13 and 27, that's a 325 winning percentage. So in other words, they're about 245% more likely to win if they score the first round. Cardin throws. Cronin swings at a changeup and pops it up. Foul ground left side out of play
2: construction, choose the best, and never regret it.
1: So it's one ball and two strikes on Cronin, but getting ahead has not been the difficulty in this inning for Cardin. It's been finishing hitters. He was up one-two on all three of these others who have come up. Walk ground out, Cullen at third one out, two nothing Evansville in the second. That is one and two pitch. Cronin bows it off. That's the story of the inning. And one of the major reasons Garden is now going to have to throw pitch 48, and has netted only an out every 12 pitches thus far. That would probably get him only through about three innings if it continues. One and two delivery. Swinging a fly ball, left field. Backs up wide a few steps, backpedals a bit farther, makes the catch. Should be an easy tag and score for Cullen, and it is 3-0 Evansville. RBI sack fly from Cronin. And the Grizzlies hole deepens. Now they were down 3-0 in the first inning against River City on Sunday, and came back to win 12-3. They scored a dozen on answer. That's a, still certainly a possibility. But the gateway four-game winning streak very much in the balance. Grizzlies have not played well in this ballpark the last few years, although typically this story, especially before this season, was going out to Leeds. Pitched to Greasehaper, taken for a knee-high strike. Story was going out to Leeds and then blowing them off in, uh, late on in games in somewhat dramatic fashion. Not so much this year. Cardin's one strike offering. Free Sabre swings over a slider low. Had it snowballs two strikes. He singled and scored his first time. So nobody on, two men out. No balls, two strikes. Here it comes. Free Sabre, a cut and a miss. Went after the slider again and strikes out. A couple of Ks for Cardin. One at each inning brought to you by Julie the Illinois one-call system. No runs, or rather a one-run on no hits, a walk, a ground out, a sack fly, and a strikeout. But Evansville extends the lead. Three nothing Otters now as we head to the third on the Grizzlies Media Network.
9: One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide, because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag Community Possible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC.
5: The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or GrizzliesBaseballAcademy.com.
11: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
12: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
0: You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Zach Taylor leads off the top of the third for the Grizzlies. Right-hitter to right header Jake Welch delivers. And Zach takes a fastball off the outside for ball one. Taylor will be followed by Cletus Avery and then Connor Owings, the 8, 9, and 1 batters for the Grizzlies in this third inning, trailing Evansville 3-0 and try to solve well to the tall right-hander from New York. Here's his 1-0 offering now on the way. Taylor smokes it down the left side but pulled it foul. He has a 2.49 batting average of home runs at 17 batted in. Had his first homer in Sojay during last week's homestand. The Grizzlies have been so powerful this month. One and one pitch, Taylor takes it foul. Gateway had 38 home runs as a team the first three months of the season, May, June, and July. Now May is a shortened month to some degree. Here's the pitch. Taylor swings and lifts a fly ball left center field. Should be simple for the left fielder, Grease Aver. Back into his left room in front of the track, makes the catch for the first out. Welch has retired six Grizzlies in a row, one away in the third for the number nine batter, D.H. Cletus Avery. Batting ninth,
2: the designated hitter, number one, Cletus Avery.
1: Grizzlies played only 19 games in May. Missed out on the first week, first week and a half before opening day. But they hit 19 homers in those 19 games. That was actually their best home run month. Went from 19 down to 11 in June, down to 8 in July. Right-hander against right-hander. Welch throws. Avery takes a strike over the inside. He didn't like it. One out, nobody on. Grizzlies trail 3-0 in the third. Avery hitting at 251, four homers, 29 batted in. Now the pitch. swinging a foul back. It snowballs two strikes. Avery's 16th Grizzlies game, is 54th in total. Played those first 38 with Southern Illinois before the Grizzlies acquired him at a trade. Beginning of this month. He has not homered as a Grizzly, but he's been around for the power surge strike pitch. Swing and a foul tip, back into Rizzitello's mid, strike three. Welch has fanned three all swinging, two gone in the third, and they lead on the leadoff man Connor Owings Owings. grounded to second his first time, lefty batter against the tall right-hander Welch, who stands at six feet, six inches. So the Grizzlies went from 19 homers in May to 11 in June to eight in July, 38 home runs. The pitch, Connor takes up and away for a ball. They have 31 home runs already in August, 24 games. And counting tonight, five more games to go this month. It is not out of the question, especially at the pace they were on this past homestand. 1-0 delivery. Owing swings and misses, and it's even a ball and a strike. Not out of the question at all that they could end up matching or eclipsing the total number of home runs for the entire season over the first two and two-thirds months or so, just in August. Here it comes. Swinging a miss by Owings. He was late on a fastball, and it's one and two. Two outs, nobody on. Grizzlies trail three-nothing in the third. To give you an idea, though, just how powerful those slugging Grizzlies teams of the mid to late 2000s were, won a two-pitch. Owings fouls it back. Gateway is not even getting close to the club's home run record for a month. The Grizzlies have 31 home runs this month. The record was set in June 2007 with 62 the pitch. Owings waves over a slider and misses. So a couple of K's for Welch in a 1-2-3 inning. He has now retired eight Grizzlies in a row. Only Andrew Daniel has reached against him with a one-out double back in the first. 31 home runs this month. 62 at a month back in 2007. That was uh, Phil Warren's first year as Grizzlies manager. This is now his 13th. We head to the home half of the third. 3-0 Evansville on the Grizzlies media network.
4: A Budweiser.
3: A burger and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy. Nothing forced. No lights. No noise. No backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you.
4: Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
0: At ServPro, no home is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on the cleanup team. The insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at one 800 servpro and ServPro.com. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things matter most are on the line, make sure we are too by calling one 800 servpro pro or visiting ServPro.com, helping make fire and water damage like it never happens. Franchises are independently owned and operated.
5: This is Sean Dunson Jr., and you are listening to Gateway Grizzly Baseball on the Grizzly
1: Media Network. Chris Carden against Ryan Long, right-hander to left-hander. And Long takes a slider for a strike to start us in the home half of the third. Grizzlies trail the Otters by a score of 3-0. Long singled and scored his first time. Fetch, swing a ground ball, right side and throw, a base hit. He is two for two. Talked about Long and Martinez, of River City locked in that tight uh, race for MVP. Here comes the Otters' cleanup and Elijah McNamee, who's already one for one himself. This is that string of Otters who all singled back in the first <laughs> Otters had two runs in the first inning, another in the second. Sabre, Brian Long, Elijah McNamee, and Taylor Lane all singled in a row in the first inning. The two, three, four, five hitters. This is three, four, and five in the third inning. McNamee takes a fastball just high, ball one. Martinez has been on a bit of a slide. Long has hit the Grizzlies well this year. -year 25-year-old Texan. Here's the 1-0 pitch. McNamee swings and misses at a curve to even the count. And uh, Long very well could end up at least uh, splitting the ticket with Martinez. And at this point has a, a pretty decent chance to end up unseating him and, and taking the MVP. I would say it's just about 50-50. One in one pitch is a slider taken on the outside for a strike. One and two. Probably statistically, I would say you have to favor Martinez because He has almost a 50-point advantage in on-base percentage. 433 against 386 coming into today. And still uh, an OPS advantage of uh, 18 points. Give him the slight nod, but Long has more homers and more RBIs. Take it out of the way, 2-2. Now, RBIs not a good metric to use for determining a most valuable player, but that's not to say plenty of voters around the Frontier League won't do it, especially managers and coaches who tend to be a little bit more old school. Owings holds long at first, nobody out. Cardin's two and two offering on the way. Magnum, he takes a slider in the dirt, smothered well enough by Taylor. It dribbles a couple of feet away from him to his right, but not nearly enough for long to think about advancing. Martinez and Long were born uh, a week apart from one another. Back in March of 94. Long out of Texas Tech, Martinez out of St. Louis. The pitch. So I'm going to foul up the right side. Long in his third year with the Otters, Martinez in his fourth with the Rascals. Long has been more reliably good and last year had a very nice season. Martinez has improved rather dramatically. Long was more of an on base percentage guy when he first got in the league. Without a whole lot of power, he's packed on a lot of late. The pitch taken just low, ball four. So, Lawn to second, McNamee to first, he's on for the second time. And that's the second card in one. James Frisbee Grizzlies pitch a coach out of the mound before Taylor Lane gets a chance to bat whole gateway infield will come in. Remember what we talked about in the second with the uh, Otters getting the leadoff man on and just how much it is hurt gateway, especially at Bossy Field. Well, another leadoff man on in the second, another run. Otters have the first two men to come up aboard in this third inning. Two on, nobody out. And Lane next. Long had a 422 on base percentage when he first broke in the league. Back in... uh, 2017, now that was a somewhat limited sample size. He was coming out of Texas Tech, but he's got double-digit homers then each of the last two years. He's up to 30 for his career with the Otters. Although that counts one in the playoffs in 2017. Now that one of the All-Star game last year. Two-time All-Star, and perhaps the MVP this year now standing out at second base for the Otters. Here's a ready batter, Taylor Lane. Cardin the high set at the pitch. Lane takes a slider for a strike on the outside. He had an RBI single his first time on a slowly hit bouncer back up the middle. Grizzlies would love one similar, but just off to one side or another, preferably toward the second baseman Buter to start a double play. Cardin ready and he throws. Lane swings at a curve, pops it up toward the right side of the infield. This is trouble and it drops. In shallow right, it's down for a hit. Nobody saw it well and Buter was way over toward second base. Playing for a double play, and instead it's another lucky outers hit. This is not to say that Carton has pitched masterfully or that the outers don't deserve to be in front, but there's no chance they deserve to have 19, six hits in this
2: first. First Dakota Phillips.
1: There have been maybe three out of the six solid hits. Maybe. That was a pop-up. Just in the wrong spot of the bases are loaded. Here's Dakota Phillips, powerful lefty hitter who struck out his first time. One of two for Carden tonight. His Grizzlies in a three-nothing hole. Bases juice, nobody out in the third. And Phillips swings and fouls a fastball back to the very top of the screen. So I would say Martinez still should be the favorite for the Burkhardt Award, considering his on-base percentage advantage. Base percentage, statistically, is close to double the pitch. Taken down and inside, one and one Close to twice as important as slugging percentage. Every point of on-base percentage is worth about 1.8 times as much as every point of slugging percentage in run production, which is the flaw in OPS. And one of the things that OPS Plus tries to correct is weighting on base percentage appropriately because OPS counts them as even. one in one pitch. Taken a high strike, one and two. So OPS plus essentially multiplies OVP by 1.8, adds it together with slugging. Then at the major league level takes into account various park factors and things, and environmental things. But even if you left that out, you could then adjust 100 to league average. And every point above is 1% better than league average, and every point below is 1% worse than league average time called by Phillips at the plate. So, for example, if a player had a 125 OPS plus, that would make him a 25% better offensive player than average. Now, it doesn't take into account base running set. But just purely hitting. it. <laughs> Swing and a miss by Phillips. He strikes out for the second time. Another breaking ball down around his knees. Cardinals fan three all swinging. One away in the third for Mike Rizzitello. And the Grizzlies are now a double play away from getting out of this. Sitting unscathed first time at Bossy Field. The Grizzlies have allowed a leadoff base runner and not allowed a run.
2: The catcher
1: Long at third. McNamee at second lane at first. One out in the home third. Otters have a 3-0 lead. All Grizzly strikeouts brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one-call system. Right-hander against right-hander. Carden sets and delivers to Mike Grisitello, who Takes a curve for strike one. Rizzitello popped up to second base his first time. The Grizzlies would prefer a double play ball. Third baseman Jones about halfway. He still plays behind the bag. Riddle infielders double play depth. First baseman Owings just behind his runner lane at first. garden deals. Rizzitello takes just off the inner edge and the count is a ball and a strike. Cardin wanted that one and didn't get it. He's up to 68 pitches now. one and one pitch, Tello checks his swing, takes a breaking ball in the dirt, blocked by Taylor, two balls and a strike. husky trailways out of town scoreboard. Each of the other two games around the league have had score changes. Chaubert now leads one-nothing in the third at Windy City. That game is virtually inconsequential to the playoff chase. Lake Erie's lead is now four-to-one in the third inning at Southern Illinois. 2 and one delivery. Rosatello takes low. Three balls, one strike, and another one outside the zone would bring in an Otter's run, and they would have scored in each of the first three
7: innings.
1: Rosatello crowds the plate a bit, straight away, upright stance. White batting gloves, grips the bat, yeah, and holds his hands low down around the letters. The pitch. He swings at a breaking ball, lifts a two-hopper or bounces a two-hopper to third, step on the third base back, Jones rifles across to first and beats Rizzitello for an inning-ending double play. The Otters load the bases with nobody out but do not score. Another Grizzlies double play brought to you by Casino Queen, the official hotel of the Grizzlies where loose means more. Fourth inning is next, 3-0 Evansville on the Grizzlies Media Network.
5: The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the Pro batter PX2. The Pro batter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or GrizzliesBaseballAcademy.com.
11: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history. And they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
12: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. GCS Credit Union offers
14: Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA Insured.
0: You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Daniel leads on for the Grizzlies <laughs> in the uh, top of the <laughs> fourth. Trailing <What a> <laughs> Evansville, three to nothing. Daniel will be followed by Dustin Woodcock and Wesley Jones. The Grizzlies, two, three, and four Honors Otters right-hander, Jake Welch, back to work. He winds and lets it fly. Daniel takes just low ball one. Andrew doubled his first time. He's the only Grizzly to have reached base against Wells. who has now retired eight in a row. Now the Wato pitch, Daniel takes just high. A fastball barely missed. Two balls, no strikes. I think both of these uh, starting pitchers feel just a little bit squeezed by Preston Cheliers, our home plate umpire tonight. But certainly things working out. Thus far, much better for Welch, who has struck out four, has not blocked a batter. A 2-0 pitch. Daniel takes a fastball strike of the outer third. That was a good pitch. But Andrew looks like he's seeing the ball really, really well right now. And that take was sort of evident of uh, how comfortable he seems to feel at the plate for the moment. Those three homers, a homestand. He takes a strike of the outside again, 2-2. Two the double to open this three-game road series and finish out gateway's road slate in 2019 the pitch daniel swings and grounds it toward the hole on the left side cut off by the third baseman long throws on the move to first and beats daniel by a step and a half but a lot of scouts and coaches managers will tell you that the mark of a hot hitter is not in his swings it's in his Number
2: six, right fielder, Dustin
8: Woodcock.
1: That a hot hitter just does not seem concerned about taking pitches. He looks like he's making his decisions very early when the ball is barely left the pitcher's hand, and he looks totally content not to go after pitches that aren't what he wants, especially ahead of the count. Right-hander to left-hander. Here it comes to Dustin Woodcock, and he takes just off the outer edge for a ball. Nobody on and one man out. Grizzlies trail 3-0 in the top of the fourth. Woodcock flying to left field his first time. Welch has now retired nine straight. gateway batters everybody wants. 1-0 pitch. Woodcock takes low ball two, so that's back-to-back Grizzlies who have been ahead of the count. Two balls and no strikes against Welch. But the idea being that a hot hitter has little to no anxiety at the plate. He feels in control. He feels like he has a plan to it out pitch. Woodcock pops it up, foul ground first base side. Phillips is way over. He's still sprinting toward the honors dugout, and he's out of room. It's a couple of rows deep.
2: That overhead
1: foul ball brought to you by.
2: Two That's balls, one right. strike.
1: And I think maybe we saw this as well a little bit with Luke Lowry and the season he had that was really, really not good, especially by his standards for the first couple of months. He was through into late or uh, mid or late July. July 20th is when the turnaround really started. And he was not hitting well at all. He was hitting 200, two in one pitch. Swing at a fly ball, right field. McNamee in and to his left toward the foul line, but he has no room, and it goes out of play. That looked off the bat like it was gonna be at least playable, if not fair. Instead, it went uh, outside the outers' bullpen. Two balls, two strikes. Wesley Jones on deck. But Lowry not only was hitting 200, his on-base percentage was down to the mid 200s. His OPS was 600, which is not good at all. Not expected from a veteran professional who had put forth at least good offensive numbers, two and 2 Would Woodcock takes low ball three as primarily a catcher for most of his pro career. And so when the Grizzlies didn't have him as a catcher as much, you'd think that would correlate with an offensive bump. Generally, it's accepted that catching hurts your offense because it requires so much physical and mental energy to be exerted defensively as compared to almost every other position. Welch's payoff. Woodcock swings and misses over a slider low and strikes out. That's five K's for Welch. Ten Grizzlies in a row retired and two down to the fourth with nobody on. For Wesley Jones, Gateway's cleanup man who popped a second his first time. Number
2: 27, third baseman Wesley Jones.
1: Nobody on, two men out. Three nothing, Evansville in the fourth. Right-hander against right-hander. Welch from that first base out of the rubber has the slow rocker step, lifts his leg and fire. So I going to foul back. But Lowry, it seemed like the more he struggled, the more he expanded the zone, the more he went up trying to do too much. He was trying to take massive hacks. He hardly ever walked the first two-plus months of the season. Jones fouls one off his foot, nothing in two. And then, as his bat started to get hot, it created kind of a chicken and egg situation. I really couldn't tell you. I think it was the hot bat before it was the increased discipline, but they certainly went hand in hand and spiked around the same moment. Two-strike pitch is taken low, and it's wanted to. And all of a sudden, Luke started to walk a lot, too. It wasn't just that his batting average spiked. His on-base percentage from July 20th, when he Ended his career this past weekend. His on-base percentage was more than 100 points up from his batting average. taking it high, two and two on Jones. And spent most of that time up around 500. He had a 500 on-base percentage for an entire month. Well hitting in the upper 300s, around 380. But still, that shows you the walks the and discipline. Two and two pitch. Jones takes inside ball three, and that's back-to-back full counts. Grizzlies have made Welch work a little bit more in this setting, even if he's going to get another 1-2-3 frame, which would be his third straight. 3 nothing Otters, top of the fourth, two outs, double on. Welch the wide-up, and the payoff pitch now. Jones swings, and lines one into center field. It's down to base it. Breaking ball stayed up a little bit, and Wesley extended his arms and went and got it. So he's one for two.
2: Number 12, base runner. Sean Dunstan Jr.,
1: comes Sean Dunston, Jr. Lefty batter struck out his first time. That was number one of 5Ks now for Wells. Jones has not been a threat to run thus far with the Grizzlies. He takes short leads generally at first. That's a little bit here with Phillips holding him on. The pitch, Dunston shows butt, pulls back, takes a slider low ball, one. What happened with Lowry, I think we might be seeing again with Daniel to a lesser, a lesser extent with Gunnar Buehner. He's also been very hot the last month or so, although he missed a couple of weeks in there with injury. For Daniel, it's been since he returned from his month-long absence with an oblique strain. Pitches high and away, and it's 2-0. Rizzitello calls time to go out and chat with his right-hander Welch.
8: Mulch is up to 52 pitches
1: now, 35 of them strikes.
8: Like rough,
1: uh, Grizzlies trail 3-0 in the fourth. First of a three-game series in Evansville this week. Everybody ready again, 2-0 oh pitch. Dunston pops it up. Near home plate, Rizzitello is back, tosses his mask toward the Grizzlies. Dugout is out of room, and it bangs off the low metal overhang. Atop Atop the the ball, of, of the seating half circle around the infield and in Evansville here at Boise Field. Constructed back in 1915. There are some cool photos on the outside of the ballpark detailing the construction. This park is off and on at professional baseball throughout the century plus. It's been open. Mostly affiliated baseball during the 1900s up through the 70s. Two and one pitch to Dunston. Takes down and in, a slider that nearly hit him bouncing in his left-hand batter's box, but it's three balls, one strike. Jones still at first, two down. Third oldest ballpark in America hosting professional baseball in 2019. Only Fenway Park in Boston and Wrigley Field in Chicago are older. Here it comes. Sean takes outside, ball four, so just like that, the Grizzlies have two on at the same time tonight for the first time. single at a walk with two outs. Got after Welch. Got to retire 10 in a row. He allows back-to-back Grizzlies Number to
2: 19, reach. Second baseman Gunnar
1: Here's Buhner, who struck out swinging his first time. He does have three home runs on the season, including one Saturday. Sunday he doubled and walked twice he's been seeing the ball very well. As mentioned, three-game hitting streak. He has hits in 10 of his last 11. He had a homer and a double over the weekend. Was three of nine total, but reached base seven times out of his 13 plate appearances. That's a, an on-base percentage better than 500. His only issue was still striking out quite a bit. Righty to righty, pitch on the way. Dutter takes low, and it's one ball and no
8: strikes.
1: 3-0 Evansville in the fourth. Jones at second, Dunstan at first. The potential tying run in the right-hand batter's box in the form of Buner. Feet close together, upright, straightaway stance. Little pick up and put down of the left foot, little flex of the left knee. He checks his swing, takes a strike from the outside, one one Greg White, who homered Sunday, driving the final two runs of that Grizzlies 12-3 series clinching victory over River City sweep clinching victory. He's on deck. The pitch. Buner takes a slider for a strike on the inside. In general, Childers has been given that call. Preston Childers, our plate umpire. The slider from a right-handed pitcher that starts to the front hip of a right-handed batter and just breaks back over the inner edge. He's been given that call. Chris Carden was the grateful recipient of a call like that back in the first inning, but now it's Buner, who's on the wrong end. Quick pitch, one and two delivery, is a slider in the dirt, and Buner waves over it to strike out. That's his second strikeout. Welch is six in the Grizzlies' strand of pair. We have the home half of the fourth. 3 0 Evansville on the Grizzlies' media network.
7: Every time you grab an ice cold 20 ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle. A little design that expresses something fun and unique. Pepsi has literally hundreds of different ones. So while the Pepsi delivers this, the Pepsi emoji delivers this. Ooh. Go ahead, crack open a little bit of Pepsi. And tell the world how you feel and what you love with Pepsi emojis. Because every Pepsi emoji says something a little different about you. Whether you're a big sports fan, you're into the arts, love summer fun, music concerts, or just walking your dog, Pepsi has you covered with a Pepsi emoji that says it just the right way. Pepsi emojis. Say it with Pepsi.
9: I'm Megan. That's my neighbor on her patio, which is right next to mine. I want to buy a home, but I want something specific, quiet, plus outdoor space to relax. I'm using the U.S. Bank loan portal for my mortgage because I can check in on the process from anywhere, which makes it that much simpler and more convenient to buy. Your home, your mortgage, your way. Go to usbank.com to learn more. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Loan approval subject to credit approval and program guidelines. Interest rates and program terms subject to change without notice. Mortgage and deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC.
4: This is Brent Sakurai, and you're listening to the Gateway Grizzlies baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Evansville yeah. three, Gateway nothing, as we answer the last half of the fourth inning from historic Posse Field at Evansville, Indiana, the sixth to last game of the Grizzlies season in 2019, number 91 out of 96. 8-way. header Chris Carden back to work against the 8-9-1 Otters in the home fourth. Lefty battering center fielder Hunter Cullen is the first to face him. Carden winds and deals. Cullen shows butt, pulls back, takes outside ball one. He'll be followed by Taylor Weetrich and David Cronin. Tomorrow we're back on the air at 6.20 Central Time for the Budweiser pregame show. It's a 6.35 first pitch again. It'll be the same story Thursday. In the series finale, a pitch. Helen takes a slider inside, 2-0. And that will be the Grizzlies' last road game of 2019. Jordan Bear, the left-hander, goes for gateway tomorrow. Four and five record, a 4.35 earned run average. Helen swings and fouls a fastball off the facing of the Grizzlies dugout on the third base side. And it's two balls and a strike. Right-hander Brandon Sittinger, whom the Grizzlies saw two weekends back, Making the start for the Otters, he has only a 1-2 record, but a 1.4 earned run average across his first half dozen Otter starts. Strike of the outside of the belt, 2-2 two two on Cullen. And then Thursday, that will be Ian Kahloa for Game Way against Matt Quintana for Evansville. A couple of righties, 2-2 two two pitch. Swinging a foul off the right side. Remember, Cullen had that uh, 12 pitch plate appearance that ended in a leadoff walk to start the home second it to score the most recent run to make it a three-numbing honors lead that still stands. nobody out and nobody out to start the home half of the fourth. Still two balls, two strikes. Carden brings it. Helen takes a slider down and in toward his back foot of the dirt. And it's full three balls, two strikes now. No. It's swings and grounds it up first and
8: foul. Pay
1: <laughs> again. Swing and a miss. Carden finally wins the battle. Off speed pitch at Cullin in front. That's four strikeouts for Carden tonight. One away in the fourth. All Grizzly strikeouts brought to you by Julie, Illinois one call system. Here's the ninth batter, Tanner Retrips. Number 29,
2: shortstop Tanner
8: Retrips.
1: Playing safe this season, call Julie before you dig. Simply dial 8 1 1. It's smart, it's free, it's the law. Right-hander against right-hander. Pitch to Wietrich. A curve for a strike on the outside. It's a distraction for Grizzlies infielders of a low-flying bird that just dive-bombed around second base and then took off again as the pitch was coming in. Wietrich bends at the knees in a straightaway stance. One-strike pitch. He takes off the inner edge. Close, but one and one Wietrich grounded a short his first time. The pitch. So I'm going to bounce her up third and foul. and it's one and two. The pitch. Slider down and away. Two and two. comes. Slider strike three called. Weetrich looking. On the outside for the second out. Brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one-call system. Nobody on. Two down. Carden looking for his first one, two, three inning. And here's the honors leadoff man, David Cronin. Top the over
2: team. Number two. seconds from David Cronin.
1: Lefty, the pitch. Crowden takes up and away for a ball. The pitch. This time a breaking ball over strike one. Grizzlies have struggled after off days this year. Just 2-15 and 15 coming out of an off day for the year. Down 3 nothing here with the fourth. Two outs over the yard, One and one pitch. So I got a foul off to the left. One and two delivery again. Cronin takes outside. Two balls, two strikes. rounded to short and driven in a run with a sack fly to left. 0 for 1. Pitch to him is a curve foul back. This very well could end up being Cardin's last inning. Depends on how much the Grizzlies are willing to hang him out there to try to save the bullpen the first of six days in a row with a game to finish the year. Two and two pitch again. Cronin Dubs it up the first baseline and rolls foul. Chris now at 90 pitches. His career high, said earlier this year, is 108.
8: That
1: was back on June 29th at home against Southern
8: Illinois.
1: 3-0 Otters. Nobody on, two men out. Last to the fourth. Still two balls and two strikes on Corona. So many two-strike foul balls for the Otters. Here's the pitch, Cronin takes a curve low. And that's what has so thoroughly inflated Cardin's pitch count, because he's only allowed six hits and a couple of walks. Eight base runners in four innings is not a completely unruly total. It's not very good, but it's manageable, usually for pitch count purposes. Here it comes, taken inside ball four, there's his third walk, got a two out base runner for well, the outers, but that's 19 batters he's faced and they forced him to throw more than 90 pitches. So he's up close to five pitches per plate appearances, which is very unusual. Here's Keith Greishaber, who's one for two, single, a strikeout, a run scored.
2: Number five, the left fielder, Keith Greishaber.
1: called again for Grizzlies first-year pitching coach, James Frisbee, to head to the mound for a meeting with the whole infield. Gives us a chance to check on the Husky Tramway's out of town scoreboard. Schaumburg leads 2-0, fourth inning at Windy City. Lake Erie ahead 4-1 in the fourth at Southern Illinois. The Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can too at huskybus.com. Quoted at first, two down. Right hander to right hander Everybody to their stations and the pitch. Free saber, takes a curve for a strike. The single and run for him was in the first inning when the Otters had four straight hits. Only one of them hit hard and put up a pair. They added another in the second without a hit. Leadoff walk hurt Cardin as did a later wild pitch. Then a ground out of the sack climb brought in Cullen. Throw to first, Cronin is back. Owings holds Cronin at first base. He will steal the bag. One strike to count and a pitch. Grease swings and misses at a curve. Now they get two. Cronin has 19 steals this year. He's been caught seven times. Next pitch for Cardin will be 95. No action in the Grizzlies bullpen yet, but I would think somebody will start throwing well. Gateway bats in the fifth inning, and this will, in fact, be the end of the line for Cardin. The two-strike delivery. Great Sabre takes a fastball up and away for ball one. And it just shows you how things have been more of a struggle for Chris of
8: late.
1: Those first 14 starts of the year, he went five and a third innings or farther every single time. Last three starts, he has failed to get more than four and a third innings. What a two-pitch. Cronin runs, and the pitch is taken low. Taylor's throw off a short hop. Gets in and out of Buhner's glove, and Cronin dives in headfirst with a steal. He would have been safe regardless, even if Gunnar had picked that cleanly. 20 steals now for Croton this year on 27 attempts. And he's in a scoring position with two outs. The count, two balls and two strikes on Greeshamber, who had the only hard hit single of those four. Base knocks back in the first inning for the Otters. They lead 3-0 in the fourth. Cardin at is 2-2 two and two offering on the way. Grease Sabre swings at a curve, grounds it over the mound. The second baseman, Buner shuffles to his right, gloves it there, flips to first. Offline, he's safe. Cronin coming home, always wasn't ready. 4 nothing Otters on just horrible Grizzlies baseball. Just horrible. That's going to be an error on Buner. It's going to save Cardin from an earned run. First of all, the bad throw on what should have been a very easy play. Second of all, always came on the bag and wasn't able to get the swipe tag on Grease That's understandable. But third of all, Number he seven, stood there with his back turned to the plate, seven, wasn't seven, thinking that Cronin might be coming home. Nobody yelled it out to him. And he, in the end, by the time he turned around, Cronin was so close to the plate, there wasn't even a throw. That is not good enough at all. 4-0 Evansville in the fourth. Some bad luck in the first couple of innings. Here's the pitch. Ryan Long takes low. Rudder goes. Cart- Taylor's throw off a short hop gets off. Daniels' glove that time. Three-save would one been out. saved with a steal? His 22nd in 31 tries. But for all that bad luck, the Grizzlies could claim to have uh, withstood, or not really withstood, I suppose, they allowed three runs in the first two innings. 1 0 pitch, long takes of the outside of strike for all the bad luck they could claim to have suffered. In the first couple of innings, they have nobody to blame for that one but themselves. Carden sets, one and one pitch. Long takes a changeup off the outside. Good job by the lefty batter to lay off of a tailing changeup. Two balls, one strike. Long is two for two. A pair of singles, he scored a run back in the first. Carden now at 100 pitches even, 63 strikes. Is two and one offering on the way. Long take standing in as Slider just missed his back foot. And it's three balls, one strike. Three Sabre at second, two men out, a run across to the fourth for the Otters. Carden struck out the first two men in this inning and was ahead of the count on Cronin. Looked like he was gonna get a 1-2-3 inning for the first time tonight. But a two-out walk, a steal, an error have hurt him. Three and one pitch. Long takes way outside ball four. And the Grizzlies still don't have anybody up at the bullpen. It's gonna be left to Cardin to try to somehow fight through and end this inning. And another not very pretty outing for him. And of course, on top of that, no help from his defense, just as was the case last time. Started at home against Schomburg. Here's the cleanup man, Elijah McNamee, number
2: nine,
8: the right fielder, Elijah McNamee.
1: Two on, two out, four nothing. Otters in the fourth. Roddy Batter McNamee has an RBI single and a walk. Cardin delivers. McNamee takes a fastball at the knees for a strike. And now Brandon Mattern, the newest Grizzly, big left-hander has started to throw in the gateway bullpen. He's still waiting on his Grizzlies debut. McNamee takes high, one ball and one strike. pitch back swings and loops a soft pop up into shallow right in comes woodcock still coming slides makes the catch good play by dustin woodcock and a string of excellent catches from him in right field the last few weeks just keep talking about what a weapon he looks like he's going to be for the grizzlies moving forward in particular next season still under a rookie classification the otters score lead two men aboard we move to the fifth four nothing Evansville on the grizzlies media network
14: GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cashback, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured.
10: The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown is the place where baseball legends live forever. It's where the exciting moments of today stand along the iconic tales of the past with new exhibits and artifacts telling incredible stories the baseball hall of fame and museum is a must-see destination for fans of all ages baseball in cooperstown oh my plan your visit today check out baseballhall.org
11: innovation is growing in the cornfields of america and it's making a huge difference in america's balance of trade One-third of the world's corn exports come from the United States. In fact, America's corn farmers exported $6.4 billion worth of corn last year, one of the few U.S. products with a trade surplus. So when America's family corn farmers bring in their golden crop each year, they're also doing their part to put our nation in the black. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
12: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. Now, back to the ballpark
0: on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Greg White leads off for the Grizzlies in the top of the fifth inning, trailing Evansville four to nothing. White will be followed by Zach Taylor and Cletus Avery, the Grizzlies seven, eight, and nine hitters. Against tall hitters, right-hander hitter Jake Welch, who has yet to allow a run. He's conceded just two hits and three base runners in four innings. He works from a slow wind-up in deals. White takes an knee high fastball for a strike of the outer half. <laughs> okay, we did have two men on base in the third inning. Two out single and a walk back to back after Welton retired ten in a row. Here's the pitch. White takes inside one and one. He ratted as short as last time. Grizzlies have had a couple of men in scoring position. They still have the game's only extra base hit. A first inning double from Andrew Daniel, the second man to come up tonight. One and one offering. White takes down and away, ball two. The gateway has not yet cashed in for a run. Four runs, three earned charge to Chris Carden, and he looks finished after four innings. Brandon Matter is readying in the Gateway bullpen. Two and one delivery now. White swings and fouls it back. <laughs> two balls, two strikes.
8: <laughs> Welch
7: like winds
1: Well, Twines and brings it back. White swings and smokes a line drive, slicing it a right, but McNamee comes in and it hangs up long enough for him to make the catch. And the end up around shoulder high, I think when he was first coming in and kind of bending over at the Number waist, ten. he thought he was gonna have to come in and dive for it. But instead, it was a hard hit enough that it got to him rather quickly and with some height still. Very well hit ball by White. But one out for the Grizzlies nonetheless. And it's interesting, the Otters scored two runs on four hits in the first inning. Since then, they've had two runs on two hits. But their runs and hits have not overlapped at all. They scored a run in the third, or or I should say in the second inning without a hit. Then had two hits in the third but did not score. Right-hander to right-hander. Welch delivers to Zach Taylor, who swings and pops one off his hands. and out of play behind the plate. No balls and one strike. So scored a run without a hit in the second. Then had two hits but did not score in the third and scored another run without a hit moments ago in the fourth. One strike pitch. Taylor takes down away. And the count is even one and one. He flied to left his first time. So the Otters lead four nothing in the top of the fifth. One out and nobody on. The bench. Nubs it. Foul up third. I really don't understand this sound effect. Evansville has played it. All three years have been coming here. 1-2 and pitch. Taylor swings and misses at a slider and strikes out. That's 7Ks for Welch. Two gone to the fifth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it brings up Cletus Avery. Well, it just retired Number three more in a row now.
2: Designated hitter Cletus Avery.
1: So here's Cletus Avery. Grizzly's <laughs> righty batting DH, who struck out his first time. Anyway, it's been played every year since I've been coming here. Three seasons now. Wind up of the pitch. Avery swings at a fastball and rips a line drive past the third baseman, long into left field. So the Grizzlies have had a couple of very hard hit line drives against Welch in this inning. White was not rewarded, but Avery is with a base hit. He's one for two and aboard at first with two down. Grizzlies have yet to have a leadoff base runner, and their last three runners have all come with two outs. Here's the leadoff man, Connor
2: Owens.
1: And it's just kind of a synthesized drum sound. It just gets louder and quieter. It changes speeds, and it's it's really not interesting. It's actually kind of annoying. Here's the lefty batter, Owings, who has grounded out and struck out. Welch delivers. Connor swings and lifts a fly ball right center field. This is not very deep, but a long run for both. It's the center fielder, Cullen, to his left. He makes the catch, and the inning is over. Connor is over three. The Grizzlies do not score. One hit, a man left at first base. We head to the bottom of the fifth, halfway through this one. Four nothing. Evansville leads. Brendan Mattern coming in. When we get back on the Grizzlies Media Network,
6: Budweiser presents an important message about friendship.
7: You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you. What you mean to me? Ooh, I'll be waiting
5: here for you when you come home. I'll see you later, buddy.
6: Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Ooh.
8: Hey, I'm sorry.
6: I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I've stayed at Dave's. When you come
7: I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back.
6: <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. anheuser Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
11: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
12: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
3: This is Jeff Manzo and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball yes, and Grizzlies so. Media
1: change for gateway, trailing Evansville 4-0 as we head to the bottom of the fifth inning. Chris Carden is finished after four innings. He allowed four runs, three earned on six hits. He struck out five and walked four. And he is replaced by Brandon Matter, six foot nine, 255, left pound left-hander from Akron, Ohio.
2: Manner, 25 years old, in his Grizzlies
1: debut. Spent time with Lake Erie last year, normal the year before that, and Florence back in 2016. He has, in his career combined, made 13 appearances prior to tonight in the Frontier League. He has also spent time in the PBL the last couple of years. He'll deal with Taylor Lane, Dakota Phillips, and Mike Rizzitella, the 5, 6, and 7 batters. Bottom of the fifth, taking over for Cardin, who is on the hook for a third straight losing decision. Charles Southpaw. Mattern works out of the stretch, sets at the shoulders and delivers. Lane takes up high for a ball. Brandon Mattern has escaped the Grizzlies bullpen. See if you can escape twisted key escape rooms. Looking for a fun collaborative activity with family, friends, or colleagues. Here's a 1-0 pitch. Play takes low ball two. Head to Twisted Key escape rooms in Collinsville and brace the challenge of a physical adventure game in which your team solves a series of puzzles and riddles using clues, hints, and strategy to escape the room. For more information, visit twistedkeyescape.com. <laughs> Elaine lane is two for two of singles. He had an RBI back in the first when the others scored twice. They have since scored in the second and in the fourth. One run apiece. They lead 4 nothing in the fifth. 2-0 pitch. Playing tanks up a away. Ball three. He was not close. Ayrton Southpaw has not pitched professionally in 2019 since Lake Erie let him go in spring training of this year. He's been working out and waiting for an opportunity, one presented itself where the Grizzlies needing to replace pitching with Lucas Lanphier Finish for the year. Three and and0 pitch. Up and away, ball four. So a four-pitch walk issued delay to lane lead off the bottom of the fifth. And again, when the outers get the lead off man on, they generally score, although they did not in the third inning. Here's Dakota Phillips. Number
2: 19, first baseman Dakota Phillips.
1: On our Husky trailways out of town scoreboard. A couple of scoring changes to report. Lake Erie has lengthened its lead. Now the Crusher's five the Miners one in the fifth inning at Rent-One Park in Marion. Schomburg leads 4-0 in the fifth at Windy City. Left-hander against left-hander. Matter in the set and he throws. Phillips takes a fastball for a strike. Grizzlies pitchers combined now have locked five and struck out five. Phillips has struck out twice, the first and third of 5Ks for Cardin tonight. Owings holds lane at first, middle infielder's double play down. Matter and ready, and his one strike pitch. Curveball taken for a ball. Must have been inside, maybe high, who knows? One ball, one strike. One and one delivery. Phillips swings in front of a curve and strikes, uh, or rather uh, falls behind one and two. He struck out already twice of jumping the gun perhaps, although it seems like a good opportunity. For matter to get his first Grizzly strike count. In his career, he has struck out 13 Frontier League batters in 17 and two-thirds innings. What a two-pitch. Fastball up and away. Two and two the count.
8: Evansville
1: home field. Lane at first base. He's reached three times. A couple of singles and a walk. And it's two balls, two strikes on Phillips. Mattered ready and throws. Phillips swings at a curve, fouls it back. ready again in deals. Phillips swings and misses. Fastball over the inside and Phillips couldn't get his hands through in time. He has struck out three times. He's accounted for half of Grizzly's pitching's half dozen strikeouts. That's Matters first with Gateway and there's one away in the fifth for Otter's catcher Mike Rizzitello. Number 18,
2: the catcher Mike Rizzitello.
1: <laughs> All Grizzly strikeouts brought to you by Julie. Call system. Safe digging is no accident. Before you dig, call 811 or go to Illinois callcom Rizzatello takes a fastball strike. Lane at first, one out, four-nothing otters in the fifth. Rizzatello has popped up to second and grounded into a five-three double play. He takes just low, one and one. That was bounced to Wesley Jones. When Chris Carden got a three-ounce in the span of two batters, a Phillips strike out at a Rizzatello ground ball double play to get out of what had been a bases-loaded, nobody-out jam in the third inning. What a one offering. Rizzatello checks his swing, takes a called strike outer half. And it's a ball and two strikes. Satch looks delayed at first who has a short lead. That pitch is high. Two and two. Same time tomorrow. Same time Thursday. 620 Budweiser pregame show. 635 first pitch. Of course both of those times central. And then the Grizzlies back home Friday, Saturday, Sunday to finish out 2019 against Washington. Two and two pitch. Check swing on a curve in the dirt and it's full three balls two strikes. It'll be interesting to see Either in that series or more specifically the final game of the year, Sunday, September 1st, the day before Labor Day. Greatest right, down in baseball in Soge. What the uh, Grizzlies and Wild Things come up with typically two teams in that kind of situation when both are far eliminated for the playoffs. They'll have some fun that final series, at least the final game. Rizzatello pokes it foul, right shot out of play.
2: In the
1: past, I think it was last year when the Grizzlies were hosting Southern Illinois and maybe two years ago when they hosted these Otters, but certainly last year against the Miners, both teams used the the same bat the entire game. It did break once, but it was just one bat. Payoff pitch, Rizzitello grounded toward the middle, second baseman Buter to his right, has a go off his glove and Skidder to short center. Lane stops at second, it'll be another error on Buter. What about a double play? He started to angle in towards second base to step on the bag and throw to first himself, but instead of it went off his glove, he has got her second air of the game. Walk strikeout E4 so far in this sitting, and there are two Otters on with one out for Hunter Cullen as Evansville tries to build on a 4 nothing lead in the fifth. Cullen has walked and scored and struck out, so he's officially 0 for 1. What a dangerous hitter at pretty much all times in the box.
2: Number one, the center fielder, Hunter Cullen.
1: Anyway. So somebody just picked out the bat, and, and if a guy made an out or whatever, you would see the bat just left the batter's box, on a plate around the circle, whenever, for the next guy. And everybody used the same bat the whole night. And you could see a few players, especially their first at bats, or at least with a new bat, because I do think they went through two or three, because bats break. And, uh a couple of guys would come up and, and grab the bat and kind of flex it a couple of times in their hands. Matter throws. Cullen swings at a fastball and misses strike one. And sort of looked down at it like, wow, that doesn't feel right. It was a lot of fun, to be honest, especially to know it was happening. So we'll see if the Grizzlies and Wild Things get up to any hijinks. Some Grizzlies kind of jokingly a couple of weeks ago suggested having a pitcher's hit and hitter's pitch, which I do think would be a good time. Mattern looks to second, now delivers. Collin takes a fastball strike over the outside at nothing at two. Now that's probably without uh, outside the realm of what would be considered feasibly professional. Nonetheless, it would be fun. And, of course, arguments ensue about which pitchers would hit best, which hitters Pitch best, the pitch up and away, one and two, and uh, kind of how that game would end up going down. You know, would there be a lot more offense than usual? Would there be less? Would it be about the same because hitter's pitching ability and pitcher's hitting ability would kind of cancel each other out? It'd be fun to find out. Lane in second, Rizzicello at first, one out. Four nothing. Evansville in the fifth and checks his swing on a breaking ball that bounces in the opposite batter's box. Two balls and two strikes.
7: And then the next one said, bro, oh, I'd like to OB. <laughs> no, I said
1: I want to Matter in the stretch there's two and two offering on the way. Call it takes a fastball just time. The count is full three balls, two strikes. Two on, one out, fifth inning. There have not been any quick and easy innings for Grizzlies pitching tonight. out of play. The overhead foul ball brought
2: to you by... Yes. Thank you, Joe. Choose the best and never regret it has construction.
1: Still three balls, two strikes. Mattered ready again. Another payoff to Cullen, and no, time is called. Mattered has had to throw 23 pitches already to get one out. And he's only faced four batters. Again, the Otters are just doing a great job of this. Forrest Grizzlies pitchers to throw up around 130. And this is only the 19th outer to hit of the game. Pay on pitch. So I got a foul tip. I should correct myself, it's a 26th outer to hit of the game. but over around 130 pitches. That's significant. Hi guys. Talking about bye bye. about five pitches per batter. Bye bye. Two on, one out. Still three balls, two strikes. Four nothing, Evansville in the
8: fifth.
1: Okay. <laughs> batter and ready. Another payoff. Cullen swings and misses a high fastball. So he has had three long battles two with Cardin, one with Matter. The first ended in a walk, the last two in strikeouts. Double of K's for Matter brought to you by Julie, the Illinois One Call System. no what's below. Before you dig, always call Julie at 811 or visit IllinoisOneCall.com. Now the ready batting shortstop, Tanner Wheatridge as grounded to short and struck out looking. Tall left-hander Mattern into the stretch and deals. Wietrich swings and pops one up. This could be a rare easy out of the first pitch if somebody can get there. It's a center fielder, Dunston makes the call, and into his right, makes the catch at the end, stumbling backwards, and he falls over. Just nothing easy for the Grizzlies tonight. No runs, no hits, a walk and an error, though. Grizzlies have supplied plenty of those. We head to the 6, 4-0 Evansville on the Grizzlies media network.
13: Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it, really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive-through receipts or is that a what-of-use chewing gum? <laughs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you, or all of you, there's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, that is refreshing. Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder.
9: One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank. The power of possible. Equal Housing Lender. Member FDIC.
0: Now, back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: GCS Credit Union will turn your kids into rockstar star savers. Just $5 opens a savings account, and all GCS U clubs are free. Visit mygcscu.com. That's mygcscu.com for more information. Moving off, number nine, shortstop, Evansville 4, gateway nothing as we start the visitor's sixth inning. The Grizzlies will have Andrew Daniel, Dustin Woodcock, and then Wesley Jones. Two, three, and four batters to hit. Right header against right header. The pitch. Daniel checks his swing and takes a slider for a strike over the outside. Welch pitches. Daniel swings, grounds a sharp that is short. To his left goes Wietrich. He spins near the back, throws wide to first. Was the tag on him? No. Daniel is safe. Now that might bring Otters manager Andy McCauley out of the first base dugout. Dakota Phillips, the Otters first baseman, came off to the home plate side of first base, caught the ball, and then flung around to try to apply
2: a tag on his
1: back. And I think the Pitcher Welch wants an appeal to the home plate umpire Preston Childers, but it doesn't look like he's gonna get it, and Andy McCauley is not coming out of the dugout. Tom Swoboda, the veteran front league umpire, made the call, and it goes as a single for Daniel, who is two for three now. Double the ground out of base hit to lead off this top of the sixth setting. First time, Gateway has had the leadoff man on, and Daniel was just picked off at of first base. Welch threw right over to first. Phillips put the tag on him, and Daniel didn't think he was out. He was standing up thinking he was still on, and he saw Swoboda and called him out, and he just had words for Swoboda on his way off. I wonder if he feels like that was a makeup call because Swoboda changed his mind and felt he had missed him. Now, it did look like the throw beat Daniel back to first. Whether the tag got on him that time is anybody's guess. So the Grizzlies really struggling. Pitch to Woodcock has rolled up the first base side foul. For whatever reason, after off days this year, the Grizzlies have been truly terrible. 2-15 and 15 record in games following a day off this year. That is unfathomably bad. Change up off the outside, one and one. And some nice, it just looks like the Grizzlies don't want to play. One and one pitch. Woodcock takes outside, ball two. It's not to say that their effort isn't there, just that it's so sloppy. Five walks and two errors in five innings. That's seven free bases. The Otters have scored two different runs in two different innings without a hit. Two and one pitch. Woodcock fouls it back. Even if they were playing otherwise pretty well, even if they were still hitting the ball the way they had been the final three and a half games or so of that homestand, which was excellent, they still would have a hard time winning ball games if they are going to walk a batter per inning and make an error, you know, make three errors a game essentially is their pace right now. They're going to be the worst fielding percentage team in the league shortly. Pitch high at its full on Woodcock, three and two. That depends on what the Boomers do, but the Grizzlies came in just one point ahead of Schaumburg. 971, fielding percentage, second worst in the league. Schaumburg, by the way, leads four to two now. Sixth inning at Windy City on our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard. Welch, the payoff pitch. Woodcock takes, strike three call. That's ball inside corner, got him looking. That's the eighth strikeout for Welch, the first looking. Woodcock didn't like the call from Preston. Childers our plate umpire, but there are two down. Now Wesley Jones comes out, but the Grizzlies trailing four-nothing into six. Number 27, third baseman
2: Wesley Jones.
1: Jones has popped to second and singled against Welch. who is at 78 pitches. He comes in to Jones. swinging a ground ball left side, pass the dive of the third baseman long into left field for base hit. So Jones is two for three. He and Daniel have accounted for 80% of the Grizzlies' hits. Four out of five tonight. Here's Sean Dunston Jr.
2: Number 12, center Sean Dunston
1: Jr. Sean has struck out at one. Got our Buter on deck. Otters four, Grizzlies nothing, six inning. Two outs, Jones at first. Short lead with Phillips holding him. Welch goes to the stretch on the first base out of the rubber, sets just above the belt, and delivers. Dunstan swings and lifts a fly ball, hooking down the right field line toward the corner. It is a foul ball and bangs off the fence maybe 10 feet, 5 to 10 feet to the wrong side of the right field foul ball. Which, incidentally, is also the right side, I suppose. The right side as a pro, as opposed to the left, but the wrong side as opposed to the right, if that makes sense. Probably made more sense before I tried to explain it out. No balls, one strike to count on Dunston. Open stance, bent at the knees, back at the left hand box. Watch the stretch, and he lets fly. Sean swings at a slider, fouls it straight back to the base of the screen. No balls and two strikes. Got a lot of good uh, promotions as well. That that homestand next weekend, a well, three-game home series anyway to finish out the year. Scott Roland bobblehead Friday, Abe Lincoln bobblehead Saturday. Greatest out in baseball Sunday. The pitch, taken low. One and two. Jones at first, two down. Welch brings it home. Dunstan takes outside, two and two. Welch is probably hurting his chances of going too deep in this game when he messes around in situations like this. Two and two pitch. Sean swings and misses and strikes out. That is nine strikeouts for Welch in six innings. And it has taken him 84 pitches. So it's likely I would think that he'll be back out for the seventh inning. Probably not. Anything beyond that. No runs. Two hits. A man left. Bottom of the sixth is next. Four nothing Evansville on the Grizzlies media network.
4: A
3: Budweiser. A burger and Thomas Riff. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you.
4: Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St.
14: Louis, Missouri. GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cashback, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA Insured.
2: This is Jason Seaver, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: third of the Otters' batting order against Grizzlies left-hander Brandon Mattern, who walked the first man he faced, but other than that settled in for a nice fifth inning out of the bullpen. He'll probably go as long as he can to save the rest of the Grizzlies' arms. The pitch. Cronin shows bot pulls back, takes a strike of the outer third. He walked Lane on four pitches, then had a strikeout. A man reached out an error, had a strikeout and a flyout against him. So really, all in all, a good inning. Just an inauspicious start. Cronin is 0 for 1 officially. Ground out to short of the first. He has since driven in a run with a sack fly in the second. Walks to the race and score to the fourth. The pitch. Swinging so a foul back on a fastball, nothing good two. Might have to consult some, uh, some Grizzlies historians. Try to narrow down where Brandon Matter would rank among the tallest Grizzlies of all time. Two-strike pitch. Brody takes a fastball just off the outer edge, ball one. Six feet, nine inches tall. Now this was not his favorite ballpark so I'm, uh, before the game down to the dugout, and he actually cannot stand all the way up under the roof of the dugout here on a two-pitch. Cronin takes a curve low, two balls and two strikes. And pretty much everywhere he goes, in the hallways and and things, and back into the clubhouse, he has to be stooping at least through doorways, if not while walking in the hallway. Ballpark was built in 1915, and did not have six foot nine left-handed relievers in mind. Two and two offering. Cronin swings and smokes a line drive towards short. Daniel goes up and makes the catch. What a play by Andrew Daniel. Wow! Yeah, and I tell you what, it's funny, and I think the Grizzlies on the top staff, Tepujan, Latkeman, and are all up on the dugout railing, I would imagine they're all turning and looking at Brett Sakurai, who's down on the bench, out of sight, because I don't know Number how five, many times
2: the, fielder, the last
1: three years we've lauded Brett Sakurai's defense at shortstop, which certainly deserves the praise it gets but also commented on a few times when he's gotten up as high as he possibly can and had the ball just go over his glove and say if he were a couple of inches taller, that would be an easy play for him. Well, Daniel is four or five inches taller. Pitch to Keith Greasehaber is taken in the dirt. Her ball bounced in front of the plate ball one. And Daniel, who would probably be the first to tell you that he's not the defensive shortstop, Sakurai is, certainly range-wise, But he has that height advantage and went up to make a great catch. One out, one-o pitch. Bree swings and smashes a line drive to left. White to his left, and he makes an awkward backhand catch. He overran the ball and had to reach back to his right. Two down. Wow, the Grizzlies are not playing good defense tonight, with the exception of Andrew Daniel making that catch. This has been a very, very bad offensive performance for the Grizzlies. It feels like. Not even some of the plays they make like that one or Dunstan having to backpedal and fall over as he was making a catch on the final out in the fifth. It's just, everything has been an ordeal tonight. Four nothing honors in the sixth. Two outs, nobody on. For the lefty batter, Ryan Long, who is two for two. A couple of singles and a walk. Also has a run scored. Mattered sets and deals. Long takes a curve for a strike. Nothing in one pitch. Long takes another curve, this time down and away to even the count, one ball and one strike. Pitch is low, two balls, one strike. I, uh, I got a text from Ken Jones. He and his his wife, Kay, Grizzlies host family coordinators for, I believe, the entire existence of the franchise. Two and one pitch, is swung out and missed, high fastball, two and two. And uh, Ken would qualify as one of those unofficial Grizzlies historians upon whom we would uh, have to rely for information like tallest pitchers of all time, and he says there was a 6'10 pitcher Lever from Texas, pitches is lifted into shallow left. White to his left again. He is there to make the over-the-shoulder catch this time more smoothly than the last. And retire the side. 1-2-3 for Mattern. First 1-2-3 inning for Grizzlies pitchers. By the way, also want to congratulate Ken and Kay on their 56th winning anniversary they celebrated this past weekend. We head to the 7th inning, 4-0 Evansville on the Grizzlies media network.
9: One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank. The power of possible. Equal Housing Lender. Member FDIC.
5: The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the Pro batter PX2. The Pro batter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or GrizzliesBaseballAcademy.com.
11: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at
12: cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
0: You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Second baseman leads off in the top of the seventh with Gateway trailing Evansville four to nothing. Right-hander against right-hander, Jake Welch, out of the windup for the first base, out of the rubber. Let's fly. Bunner tops it foul. Back toward his own dugout on the third base side, but it's more behind home plate than it is behind third base. At least uh, here in Evansville, where the dugouts are built uh, closer to the plate, very close to the action right there at home plate. Go into one, and it feels like you're right on top of the field. One strike pitch. Take it low, one and one. Part of this old ballpark construction. Action in the Grizzlies' bullpen. Nick Stroud is up and throwing. Granted, Matter might be finished after a couple of scoreless innings. One, two, three frame in the sixth. The first for a Grizzlies pitcher tonight. So a good gateway debut for the big left-hander. One and one pitch. Juner swings and lifts a fly ball to right. me angles to his right, back slightly. Under it, stops, makes the catch. So Buter is 0 for 3, couple of K's in that fly to right, and there's one away in the seventh.
2: Number twenty-two, left fielder.
1: Greg White. Pitch to him. Slider taken for a strike up on the outside. White has grabbed it a short and line to right. Normally, on these airwaves, we don't spend a lot of time talking about Major League Baseball. We prefer to focus on the, uh, the action at hand, which is, of course, the Frontier League. One strike pitch. White takes down it away, one and one. But do like some oddities now and again. And how about this one? The Cardinals are leading the Brewers right now, three to one in Milwaukee in the seventh, and they're in a rain delay, which wouldn't be a big deal. Rain delays happen pretty frequently. Grizzlies have sat sat through plenty of them this year, so two to just about every major league team and every baseball team. White takes inside two and one, that was way in there. Except that if you are a discerning listener and a knowledgeable major league baseball fan, you know that Miller Park in Milwaukee has a retractable roof. But they're in a rain delay anyway. I guess the rain kind of snuck up on them and they didn't have the roof closed yet and it's not a very quick process. Massive mechanical operation. Two and one pitch, Swing and a bouncer. Foul up third. Two and two. And so fans in Milwaukee are running for cover. Very rare occasion that ever happens. I wonder when's the last time there was a rain delay at Miller Park, if ever? Nobody on one out. Grizzlies trail, Evansville, 4 nothing in the seventh. Welch the wind up at a two and two offering. White swings and misses, over a fastball down and in, that strikes out. Welch has K-10,
2: and
1: there are two down in the seventh for Zach Taylor, the Grizzlies catcher. White now 0 for three, ground down, line out, strikeout. Number 10,
2: catcher Zach Taylor.
1: Right header to right header, here's the pitch. Taylor takes a slider for a strike. Zach has flying to left and struck out. So they just weren't predicting rain, I guess. One strike pitch. Taylor ropes a slider over third base and down the left field line a fair ball. He's gonna have to stop it first, I think, and he does. Was cut off well by the left fielder Grease Avery in front of the track, and it's a single for Taylor. Grizzlies have a two-out base runner in the seventh, down four nothing, and Cletus Avery, the number one, number nine hitter, coming designated up. hitter,
2: Cletus Avery.
1: And it is not the first rain delay at Miller Park. There was one in August 2012 against the Phillies. To first, Taylor back. So they're in a rain delay right now in Milwaukee. There's one other, every once in a while I see things that I, I think would be interesting to share with you. And uh, sometimes the game becomes more interesting. Pitch on the way. Avery takes a slider just high. a no, He struck out a single. And it uh, and necessitates that our attention never turned too far away from it or the Grizzlies play particularly well or both, as has been the case of late. So I didn't get a chance to, to bring this up over the weekend when I saw it. Pitch is a slider swung out and missed one and one. It was uh, August 24th was the 100th anniversary of uh, one of the weirder baseball plays I've ever heard about. Back on August 24th, 1919, Cleveland pitcher Ray Caldwell was struck by lightning with two out in the ninth inning. One and one pitch. Avery checks his swing, takes a very low strike. Two, or uh, rather uh, one and two. stuck dugout didn't care for that, neither did Avery. Cleveland was leading the Athletics, it would have been the Philadelphia Athletics at the time. It was a 2-1 Cleveland lead with two out of the ninth. And Ray Caldwell, the pitcher, was struck by lightning. He was knocked unconscious, then revived, and stayed in the game. He went on to retire Joe Dugan on a ground ball to end the game. What a two-pitch. Avery swings and misses at a slider and strikes out 11 Ks for Jake Welch. He allows a hit of the ninth, but he's through seven, or in the seventh, I should say, but he's through. Skevin, scoreless. Time to stretch in Evansville, for 4 0 Otter's lead on the Grizzlies Media Network.
4: A Budweiser, a burger,
3: and Thomas Riff. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, Big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers this buds for you enjoy
4: responsibly Budweiser beer Anheuser-Busch St. Louis Missouri
0: At Servpro, no home is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on the cleanup team the insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 1-800-Servpro and Servpro.com. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things matter most are on the line, make sure we are too by calling 1-800-Servpro or visiting Servpro.com. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened franchises are independently owned and operated
5: this is sean dunson jr and you are listening to gateway grizzly baseball on the grizzly media network
1: Matter two innings, no runs, no hits, two strikeouts, one walk, and uh, a good debut for him in the in this case platter blue of the Grizzlies today. Stroud, a six foot five, two hundred and twenty pound right-hander from Dalton City, Illinois, he is now just a couple of weeks away from turning twenty six years old out of Quincy University. One zero with a ten point eight earned run average since he joined the Grizzlies. This year, counting his time with Southern Illinois, he is two and two with a six point one six earned run average. This marks his eighth pro appearance of twenty nineteen. His third out of the bullpen, all of which have come as a Grizzly. Over nineteen innings, he struck out twenty five and walked twenty two.
3: The, the league is
2: hitting.
1: Has sixteen hits against him in nineteen innings. Four hundred batting average against him over his three and a third innings with the Grizzlies. So here's Elijah McNamee, Otters cleanup man. About an RBI single in the first. He has since walked and flied to right on a sliding catch by Woodcock. One for two. Stroud, the right-hander, works out of the windup. The Rockers tap, the kick of the pitch. McNamee is hit. Fastball runs inside and brushes his jersey, so he gets first base for free. Lead-off man on for the Otters again, although that has hardly been the kiss of death it was for Grizzlies pitching the last time. Anyway, was at Bossy Field. Here comes Taylor Lane. Year, hitter,
2: Taylor
5: Lane.
1: Lane had an RBI single himself in the first. Then another single in the third. A walk in the fifth. So he's two for two and has been on base three times. He is the only Otter starter. Grizzly's pitchers have not retired. 4-0 Evansville in the home seventh. McNamee at first base. Nobody out. Owings holds him on. right hander to right hander Stroud sets and deals. Lane takes low for a ball. He'll be followed by Dakota Phillips and Mike Rizzitello. Well, Rizzitello would uh, need the Otters to avoid any double plays or other outs of the base pass, but he's likely to come up. 1-0 pitch from Stroud on the way. Taylor takes inside, 2-0. We can check in again on our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard now that we're getting into the later innings. Schaumburg has extended it back to a four-run lead. Boomer's up 6-2 to at Windy City. That game is in the seventh inning. Oh Zinga Field in Crestwood, Illinois. Stroud ready at his 2-0 offering. Lane swings and misses at a fastball. Lake Erie leads 5-2. Sixth inning at Rent-1 Park in Marion over the host Southern Illinois Miners. Not a lot of time left for the miners to try to continue their uh, winning streak. A Lake Erie win would officially clinch the East Division for the Crushers. Nobody else is gonna go to the playoffs from the East. Two and one offering. Taken low, three balls at a strike. Southern Illinois would drop to four games back of Evansville if the otters hold out of this four-nothing lead, they hold in the seventh. And drop to two games behind River City for the second and final Frontier Lake wild card spot with five games to go after tonight. Stroud's three and one pitch. Playing swings at a high fastball. That was around his shoulders, maybe even his chin. And it was ball four against a pitcher who was thrown, at that point, had thrown only one of his first five pitches in the strike zone and hit a batter. But he went after it, and it's full now. Three balls, two strikes. We'll see if McNamee is running from first with nobody out in a full count. He has two steals on four attempts as an otter. Stroud sets above the belt and delivers. Magnaby does not run, and Lane takes a fastball just below the knees, ball four. So Magnaby to second, Lane to first. Hit by pitch at a walk this far in this inning. Grizzlies pitchers have walked six and now plunked one in six plus innings. And that is not a recipe for success, particularly. And uh, baked in combination with a couple of errors. Because otherwise, it's somewhat unusual that you'd see a team score four runs on six singles. The Otters don't have an extra base hit. So that's six total bases to score four runs. Shows you that they've had a couple of steals, which they have. But they've probably gotten quite a bit of help from their opposition, which they certainly have. Here's the lefty batter, Dakota Phillips. He has been more helpful for the Grizzlies than the pitching has. Stroud delivers. Phillips shows Bond, pops it foul back toward the Grizzlies' dugout, strike one. He has struck out three times. All swinging. First and in third innings against Carton, fifth inning against Matter. Two on nobody out, four nothing otters in the seventh. Third baseman Jones is in along with the first baseman Owings. Typically, he'll charge harder. The third baseman Jones will try to stay home. That's the typical Grizzlies bunt defense. Phillips shows bunt as Stroud sets. The one-strike pitch. Phillips bunts at it, drops a good one toward the third baseman Jones, who comes in, fields it to the front and left of the mound, throws to the second baseman Buter, covering it first for the out. So it's a sacrifice five to four, executed cleanly by Phillips. Back to me to third, Lane to second, and Mike Rizzitello will battle with one out.
2: Number 18, the catcher, Mike Rizzatello.
1: Right-hander against right-hander. Second and third one out, four nothing Evansville in the seventh. Stroud deals as takes a fastball that's short out into Taylor who knocked it down beautifully at the backhand. It was an awkward pitch. There was no time for Taylor to react and slide over to try to block it. So he just had to uh, pop down and do his best, and he certainly did that. Time called now so Grizzlies pitching coach James Frisbee can go out to the mound. City batting in the home 7th on our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard. The Thunderbolts have scored already and cut it down to a three-run Schaumburg lead. That game, of course, of very limited relevance. The Boomers would have to win out and the Crushers would have to lose out. Six-game winning streak and six-game losing streak, respectively, in order for the Boomers to tie up the Crushers for the division lead and win the division by virtue of the time frame. The meeting is over infielders back to their station the infield is drawn in just beyond the edge of the grass meaning they're still on the dirt rather than all the way in on the grass third baseman or uh, McNamee is at third the third baseman jones is about even with a bag righty to righty stroud sets that is 1-0 pitch to Risatello. Swinging so a fly ball right field backs up woodcock still going toward the track he slows has room Makes the catch. Magnamy tags and scores. Lane tags and moves toward third Woodcock's throw off one half all the way to third from nearly on the warning track and right, but it's way late. That was an incredible throw. Dustin Woodcock has an absolute cannon. Wow. There are not many guys in the Frontier League who can make that throw as easily as he did with minimal momentum on his side. Five nothing otters in Number the seventh, one. but I'll take this that play as a win for the Grizzlies. Holland. Because Woodcock's a rookie. If the Grizzlies are gonna get another couple of years of that. The sky is limit for him. All he needs to do is make slightly more consistent contact. And he's been doing that for the most part in August and walk a little bit more, which he's certainly been doing in August. That's saying it over and over. 240, 250 batting average. 330, 340, 350 at, at, on base percentage would be a dream. Because he's going to hit double-digit home runs in the Frontier League every year. He's on pace to hit 20 right now if he had a full season. Stroud of the windup deals to Hunter Cullen. Pass ball up a way ball one. Coupled with really good defense in the outfield period. And beyond that, an incredible throwing arm. One of the best in the league. Up there with Cameron Asti, who plays right field for River City. a pitch. Kelvin takes off the outside ball, too. I mean, there really physically is very little limit to what Woodcock can do in this league. Especially playing at GCS, because he, more so than most left-handed batters, really does take advantage of that short porch. He's hit some moonshots to an out bench Cullen takes a strike on the outside, but more than most lefty batters, has hit some shorter home runs. Still very hard hit balls, but has hit some shorter home runs out to right, which is a good thing in Sojay. He's hit some really long ones, too, including that walkout that was 400-plus feet. Cullen the batter, lane at third, two outs, 5 nothing otters in the home seventh. Stroud's two-and-one offering. Cullen pops it up, foul ground, third base side out of play, two-and-two. The RBI for Rizzatello is 10th in 50 games. Surprisingly low number for a guy who's had 50 games and is hitting in the 260s. It's pretty good. Cullen has walked and scored and struck out twice. He's had a lot of these long battles, lots of foul balls. Only come up to the plate four times tonight. He's seen 30 pitches.
8: Still
1: two and two. Stroud, the long lineup of the pitch. Cullen takes a curve that came in and hit him on the helmet. He's okay and goes down to first. That was weird. It was a pitch that got away from Stroud a little bit, and Cullen didn't react to it. He just kind of took it off the forehead. I wonder if he didn't see it well. That was so odd that he didn't get out of the way. Number
2: 29, the shortstop, Tanner Weedrich.
1: Almost looked like he wanted to get hit by it. The way a player would leave his elbow out, he left his head out, but that's a big risk. He misjudged the pitch by just a little bit. Gonna take that one off the actual forehead rather than the forehead of the helmet. Or worse, the nose, the mouth. Lane in third, Cullen at first. He'll probably be running at some point. Five-nothing otters in the seventh, two down. And the pitch to Tanner Wietrich. He takes a fastball, low, Check to swing, ball one. Wietrich has grounded a short, struck out, and flied to center. He is 0 for 3. This is yet another inning in which the honors have scored a run without a hit. They haven't scored on hits since the first. 1-0 pitch, Cullen runs, take it high. Taylor pumps toward second, does not throw. Cullen goes in standing up with his 15th steal of the year on 22 tries. Honors at second and third, two out. And it's two balls, no strikes on Wiedrich. The Otters scored one run in the second, one more in the fourth, another in the seventh, and they've done all three of those without a hit. They've only had two more hits since the first inning, but they've turned them into three runs, and in fact haven't turned them in. They've been independent from the round. 2-0 pitch. Taken down and outside, three balls, no strikes. You simply cannot do that and expect to win a game, especially if you're not gonna score any yourself. And the Grizzlies have struggled to get third outs. A lot of this has happened with two outs. They've given up too many free bases. Two hit batters in this inning and a walk. Then a sacrifice, but a sacrifice fly have done the damage. 3-0 green light. Wietrich flies what well a medium deep right. Woodcock back into his left, has room in front of the track and makes the catch. I don't know why the number nine batter would have a 3-0 green light with well, a pitcher who's allowed three free bases when his team hasn't had a hit in the inning, but he took a swing. It didn't work out. We head to the eighth. Five down to Evansville on the Grizzlies media network.
5: The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find the Pro Batter PX2. The Pro Batter PX2 features a multi pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live major league quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618 781 8170 or visit GrizzliesBaseballacademy.com. That's 618 781 8170 or
11: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber, In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
12: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a
14: free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA Insured.
0: You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Owings leads off the top of the eighth inning for the Grizzlies, trailing Evansville 5 0. It's the top of the Gateway Order. Lefty batter against tall right hander Jake Welch on the mound for the Otters, who's back out. Pitch to Owings is a fastball taken, low ball one. Connor is grounded out, struck out, and flat out. He has nothing for three. What a pitch. Owings takes high. Two balls, no strikes. Daniel and Woodcock will follow Owings in the eighth. Welch winds and here he comes. Owings takes just off the outside. Three balls, no strikes. A little bit surprising to see Welch still out there. He's up to 101 pitches now. And there's no activity right now in the otter's bullpen. but I haven't seen any. The pitch, take it for a strike. So it looks like the Otters want Welch to at least finish this inning. Who knows, maybe the ball game. Here it comes. Swinging a foul off to the left out of play. And it's three balls, two strikes. Take strike three call, fastball to inside corner. Grizzlies really have not liked some of these strikeouts looking in recent innings. Owings didn't look like said too much to Preston Shellers, but did linger Ooh. for a little bit. It's a dozen K's for Welch. Dustin Woodcock in particular was dissatisfied. Now, with his sure so here's Andrew Daniel. He is one of a couple of Grizzlies with a multi-hit game tonight. Wesley Jones now in the hole is the other. Andrew doubled in the first, grounded a third of the fourth, singled and was picked off at first base in the sixth. Here's the pitch. He takes a slider strike on the outside of the belt. Two for three. The pitch. Daniel swings over a slider, now they get two. One out, nobody on, five nothing otters in the eighth. Batters would move them again clear of Florence for first place in the West. Daniel takes his slider up and in, one and two. And for the best record in the league, for whatever that's worth, but it doesn't really matter at this point because the West Division champ is just about assured to have a better record than the East Division champ, like Erie. One and two delivery. Daniel checks his swing tanks low. Two balls, two strikes. will be the number one seed. Lake Erie will be the number two. Then the three and four teams, two and two pitch. Swing and a foul back by Daniel. The two wild card teams, they will both be from the West Division, they'll be the second and third place teams. Lake Erie, by the way, leads seven to two at Southern Illinois in the seventh at One Park. Two and two pitch again is a slider rope to third but foul. Schaumburg's lead is down to six to five. Windy City has scored three times at home in the bottom of the seventh that are Zenga field, and the Thunderbolts are still batting. On the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can too at huskybus.com. The pitch. Daniel takes a slider down and outside, and it's full. Three balls, two strikes. Bench is low. Ball four. Daniel on for the third time tonight. This time it a walk.
2: Tonight's
8: attendance: 1,561.
1: Here's Dustin Woodcock,
2: number 26, right fielder. Dustin Woodcock.
1: He has fly to left, struck out, and struck out again. The last time looking, and he did not like to call from Preston Childers, our plate umpire. first. Daniel Back this time. He was picked off in the sixth setting immediately after reaching base.
8: Started
1: first again and Daniel Back. Sets. Now finally a pitch. Woodcock takes outside a ball.
2: The Otters would like to welcome the Poets for their annual visit to Bossy Field this evening. P-O-E-T-S. We're glad you're with us.
1: holds Daniel at first, another throw, and Andrew draws, dives back.
2: ETS, it's five-nothing in the eighth. The right the Glad you're here at the ballpark.
1: Not an insurmountable lead, obviously, but awful lot of time being spent thrown over to 1st What a pitch is popped up into his shallow left, toward the foul line. It's the third base with Long who wanders back into foul territory, crosses back near the line again, and makes the catch just in fair territory. 20 or 30 feet deep into left field. Woodcock is nothing out of four, and there are two down to the eighth Number for Wesley Jones. 30s,
2: Wesley Jones.
1: He has popped to seconds and single twice in the fourth and sixth innings. Right-hander against right-hander. Daniel at first, two down. Grizzlies trailed by five in the eighth. Welch set to the belt and a pitch. Jones takes inside for a ball. There is now action in the Otters' bullpen. Right-hander Drew Beyer has started to throw. Welch is sitting on 115 pitches. 116 is a fastball that Jones lines to right, a base hit. Daniel moves up to second, two Grizzlies on with two out. So both Jones and Daniel have been aboard three times. Jones on three hits, all singles. Two Grizzlies on for Dunston, who is 0 for 2 with a walk and a couple of Ks. Number 12,
2: center fielder Sean Dunston Jr.
1: Now Max Peterson, the Otters pitching coach, is out of the dugout. He doesn't have a lefty ready. We'll see if he's gonna make a move. He does have the authority to make the pitching changes. He handles those for the Otters as opposed to manager Andy McCauley. He's out to the mound and convening the infield. I haven't seen him make a move just yet. Drew Beyer, to his credit, is still throwing and warming up. It's the only time I've seen this year any team in the league have a reliever still using this time. Lots of teams have updated. gone out and stalled and not gotten anything out so gonna to five, of But Peterson's going to leave. Is Welch in the ballgame? Seven to two in the of
2: the seven.
1: That's a fun thing about coming to Ebbetsville. You might have just heard a reaction to Otter's P.A. Van Zink, Claude Felther giving the out-of-town scores here in the Frontier League. Of course, he forgot to say they were brought to you by Husky Trailways, but we'll forgive him. Two on, two out, five. Now the Evansville in the eighth. Lefty batter, Sean Dunstan Jr. Pitch to him is grounded sharply down the first baseline. A sliding play to his left by Phillips. Knocks it down, wins the race to first. To finish the inning. That was a good play. And the inning is over. The Grizzlies still have a goose egg on the top half of the scoreboard. Anyway, he announced that Southern Illinois was down 7-2 at home in the seventh to Lake Erie. And that got a significant reaction from the Otters fans, knowing that further assures them a playoff spot. It would put the Otters four games clear of the— next threatening team with five to play. No runs to uh, one hit, two left. We go to the bottom of the eighth, 5-0 Evansville on the Grizzlies Media Network.
7: Every time you grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle. A little design that expresses something fun and unique. Pepsi has literally hundreds of different ones. So while the Pepsi delivers this... The Pepsi emoji delivers this... Ooh. Go ahead, crack open a bit of Pepsi and tell the world how you feel and what you love with Pepsi Emojis because every Pepsi Emoji says something a little different about you. Whether you're a big sports fan, you're into the arts, love summer fun, music concerts, or just walking your dog, Pepsi has you covered with a Pepsi Emoji that says it just the right way. Pepsi Emojis, say it with Pepsi.
9: I'm Megan. That's my neighbor on her patio, which is right next to mine. I want to buy a home, but I want something specific, quiet, plus outdoor space to relax. I'm using the U.S. Bank loan portal for my mortgage because I can check in on the process from anywhere, which makes it that much simpler and more convenient to buy. Your home, your mortgage, your way. Go to usbank.com to learn more. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Loan approval subject to credit approval and program guidelines. Interest rates and program terms subject to change without notice. Mortgage and deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC.
4: This is Brent Sakurai, and you're listening to the Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: is 0 for 2. Does have an RBI on a sacrifice slide from the second inning. He also scored a run after a walk and a steal in the fourth. Right-hander to left-hander. Stroud out of the windup. Brings it on home. Cronin takes outside ball one. Cronin lined out on a leaping catch at full extension by Grizzlies interim shortstop Andrew Daniel in the sixth inning. Daniel filling in for Brent Sakurai. What a pitch. Taking a well outside is, in addition, uh, it's a bit farther than the last one, 2-0. <laughs> the pitch, Cronin takes a curve just high, three balls, no strikes. Pitch. Cronin takes a fastball, strike. Generous call over the outside around the knees. Cronin started toward first. The strikes on it changed just a little bit. On three and zero, oh, and he was unaware. Well, now he's been made aware. One more reminder tomorrow, six twenty. Our Budweiser pregame show, six thirty-five. First pitch for game two of this series, three and one offering. Cronin takes low ball four. This time it is a one. His second of the game. Second man, Stroud, has walked. He's also plunked two in an inning plus. Control has been a little bit rocky for him. And here's Greasehaber, who is one of four with a single of the run score to the steal. He lied down to left his last time. Ready to righty. Pitch is a curve. Down and away for a ball. And it's 1-0. Now the pitch. Free saber checks his swing. Takes inside to from the St. Louis area. He's out of Chesterfield, Missouri. 2-0 pitch. Taken down and outside. Pass Taylor to the backstop. Cronin goes to second. Yeah. On a wild pitch. And it's 3-0 on Grease Sabre. He was in the Los Angeles Angels organization. They drafted him in the 16th round. 2016 out of Jefferson College. So I wonder uh, if that makes him a teammate of Matt Brown's at one point. 2017 with the Angels organization. grease saber hit 285. Four homers, 36 batted in. He takes high ball four. And he's on for the third time. Second of his own accord tonight. Stroud has walked two to start this inning. He's issued three free passes and plunked a couple of batters in an inning plus. Sabre extended his hitting streak to six games to Number tonight.
2: seven, the third baseman, Ryan
1: Long. He's had a nice season. So now, Ryan Long, two for three, a couple of singles, a walk, and fly to left his last time. Had a run scored as well back in the first inning when the outers scored two. They added one in the second, another in the fourth, and an additional tally in the seventh. Pinching pitching coach James Frisbee is out of the bound. Patrick Boyle is loose hunting now. This gateway control has been a real problem. Seven plus innings for the club. Eight walks. And a couple of hit bats. Below. Anyway, tomorrow, 620-635. Free game. And first pitch. Left header Jordan Barrett goes for the Grizzlies, 4-5, four 4.35 earned run average. Right header Brandon Sittinger, for Evansville, 1-2 with a 1.4. So here's Long. He's back to the top step of the third base dugout, up against the railing. Cronin at second, Greesaber at first, nobody out. Evansville 5 and Gateway nothing as the otters bat in the homemade. Righty to lefty. Stroud sets above the belt and the pitch. Long takes a fastball strike over the outside. So Stroud ahead in the count for the first time in this setting. Only the second strike he's thrown in his 10 8 delivery. Oh deliveries. 0-1 on long. Look to second, Stroud's pitch. Long swings and lifts a fly ball left field. That sends White back into his right toward the foul line. And the Grizzlies' bullpen makes the catch right on the foul line. It's gestured by the home plate umpire Preston shoulders as a fair ball. So one away. The runners back to first and second. And Elijah Magnamy, the Otters' cleanup in. Number
2: nine, the right
1: fielder, Elijah Magnamy. Magnamy is one for two. RBI single to walk. A fly to right on a sliding catch by Dustin Woodcock. Then he was hit by a pitch and scored, leading off the home seven. Righty batter with two on and one out. Grizzlies four-game winning streak. Looks as though it's going to come to a close. Their longest of the year. Right-header to right-header. Stroud the stretch. At his pitch. McNamee takes up an in-ball one. Grizzlies were last shut out. On the 13th of August, two weeks ago today, 6-0 defeat in seven innings. First game of a doubleheader in Avon. Last shout-out before that was also a seven-inning game. The 1-0 pitch. Curve stays way high, 2-0. Incidentally, and maybe interestingly, depending on how much you care about these sorts of things, that was also a Tuesday. So three of the last four Tuesdays, Grizzlies have been shut out. Actually, if you go back before that, their last nine-inning shutout was the 31st of July. So for the last five Tuesdays, the Grizzlies have been shut out. 2 no pitch, taking low, three balls, no strikes. Now they still have three outs left. Buter, White, and Taylor will be due up in the ninth to potentially get something on the scoreboard. But if they are shut out, it'll be the fourth time in their last five Tuesday games. And uh, barring a miracle, they will fall to 2-16 and 16 in games following an off day. That's not very good. Conan at second, Greasehamber at first, one out, eighth inning, three balls, no strikes on McNamee. Stroud the pitch. McNamee takes a fastball strike on the outside of the knees.
9: Three
1: and one pitch. Magnum swings and misses at its full three balls, two strikes. Stroud, like Mattern, before him, really having to work hard. Throwing lots of pitches outside the strike zone. In fact, that was only Nick's 13th strike against 23 balls so far. That was 36 pitches. Chris Carden had to work hard. It had much less to do with his inability to throw a strike and much more to do with the Otters' foul balls with two strikes on them, which was impressive. Chased him after four innings. Stroud sets out his payoff pitch now to McNamee. Taken way low and outside, and it goes to the backstop. Another walk. That's three out of four batters in this inning, and you have to think that's going to be it for Stroud. He walks four and hits two in an inning and a third, and Phil Ward is out to replace him. Bases for the botters, one out in the eighth inning, five-nothing Evansville. Back after this on the Grizzlies Media Network.
14: GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured.
10: The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown is the place where baseball legends live forever. It's where the exciting moments of today stand along the iconic tales of the past. With new exhibits and artifacts telling incredible stories, the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum is a must-see destination for fans of all ages. Baseball in Cooperstown. Oh, my. Plan your visit today. Check out baseballhall.org.
11: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America, and it's making a huge difference in America's balance of trade. One-third of the world's corn exports come from the United States. In fact, America's corn farmers exported $6.4 billion worth of corn last year, one of the few U.S. products with a trade surplus. So when America's family corn farmers bring in their golden crop each year, they're also doing their part to put our nation in the black. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
12: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
0: Now, back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Gateway pitching change. Patrick Boyle has escaped the Grizzlies' bullpen. See if you can escape Twisted Key escape rooms in Collinsville. More information visit twistedkeyescape.com. Boyle takes over for Nick Stroud, who uh, allowed a run last inning. It is first out of the bullpen. So for the moment, his line is an inning and a third. One run earned without a hit. No, uh, or no strikeouts, four walks, and two hit batsmen. 37 pitches, 13 strikes. And uh, he is still responsible for all three outers on who all reached on walks. Bases loaded, one out, eighth inning, 5-0 Evansville. Our score. And Boyle is on. The six foot four, 220-pound left-hander from Farmersville, Ohio. Now just a day away. Tomorrow he will be 26 years old. Of Missouri Baptist University, 0-3, a 4.41 100 on average, computer, 10, 42nd appearance of the year for him, all in relief. 36 and two-thirds innings. He struck out 51, but walked 34. The league is hitting a buck 53 against him. He'll start with a Randy batter, Taylor Lane, Otter's DH, who has singled twice and walked twice in that order. He had an RBI back at the first. Bases loaded, one out, five 0 Evansville in the eighth. Quarters come in a little bit. Middle infielder is still a double play down. Tall left-hander Boyle sets around the shoulders, but time called by the catcher, Zach Taylor. Evidently, he had changed his mind. (laughs) The pitch, swing and a miss, nothing in one. Takes outside. One ball, one strike. Boyer last appeared against River City in a 5-0 Grizzlies win Saturday. He tossed two innings, allowed two base runners, both on walks, no runs. He struck out three. Croton at third, Greasehaber at second. Long uh, fly to left, McNamee at first. One and one pitch. Lane swings and misses at a tie fastball It's a ball and two strikes. Dakota Phillips, who is 0-3 with three strikeouts and a sacrifice, is on deck. He's also a left-handed batter. Grizzlies trail 5-0 in the eighth. Boyle is the fourth gateway pitcher of the ball game. The walks have killed nine of them.
8: Two hit-batsmen as
1: well. One-two pitch taken low. So you add in the two errors. That's 13 free bases. One wild pitch in this inning. That's 14. There was one in the second inning, that's 15. 15 free bases, and the Otters are in all likelihood only going to have eight innings of offense. So I got to foul back two and two. But even if you just divide that number by four, which is usually,
2: well, obviously at
1: all times it's not mathematically the most sound idea in the world. But if we just say, well, every single one of those is 90 feet, Take 90 times four to score you, so let's divide the free bases by four and get some runs that you allow. That can get you something rough. That's 3.75 free runs tonight. Two and two pitch. Lane checks his swing on a curve in the dirt. Three balls, two strikes, which almost correlates. The Otters scored two in the first. The remaining three have all been scored without a hit in their individual innings. Second, fourth, and seventh. Now threatening here, bases loaded without a hit. Outers have five runs, and they've left ten men on base, and they've done all that on only six hits. Three balls, two strikes on lane. Boyle's payoff. Swinging a line drive, lashed into center. Dunston goes back, he's there, makes the backhand catch. Attack from third, and Cronin comes in to score. The other two runners hold it first and second, but it's 6-0 otters. Another Evansville run at in this inning without a hit. If the otters don't get a hit before the final out, that would make the last four runs in a row all score without a hit in their respective innings. That is almost impossible to believe. Second, fourth, seventh, and eighth innings, the otters have scored in hitless frames. Not a recipe Go to Phillips now, struck out three times and sacrificed. Two on, two out, six nothing otters on six hits. The Grizzlies have out hit Evansville and are trailing six to nothing. The bench, curve taken for a strike. Pitch. Swing and a miss, fastball past Phillips, who has not made reliable contact tonight, 0-2. Boyle trying to uh, limit the damage. That run charged to Stroud. Two runs both earned on him without uh, allowing a hit. Sixth of the Goddard's in the eighth. Two on, two out, two strikes on Phillips. Boyle glances to second, now delivers. Phillips swings and misses at a letter-high fastball and strikes out. Boyle comes in and retires the too many faces, allowed just one of three inherited runners to score. 9 inning is next, 6-0 Evansville, on the Grizzlies Media Network.
6: Budweiser presents an important message about friendship.
1: You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime
7: is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. I'll be waiting here for you when you come
6: home. I'll see you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. i stayed
7: a day. When you come, I'm
11: back. I'm back. To me. Yeah, I'm back.
6: <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
11: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
12: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
11: This is Jeff Manzo, and you're
3: listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Change then finally for the Otters as we had to the ninth inning, six nothing. Evansville leads, two despite two the fact that the Grizzlies about have out hit the Otters seven to six. Anyways, made the game's only two errors. Grizzlies' pitchers have walked nine, hit a couple. The Otters have six runs on six hits, and they stranded twelve runners. Unusual line. The Grizzlies, meanwhile, no runs, seven hits, eight left on made the only two errors of the ball game. Jake Welch went eight scoreless innings. He allowed seven hits. He struck out a dozen and walked two is, obviously, in line for the win. Drew Byers, 6'3", 215-pound. A right-hander from Sarasota, Florida. 23 years old out of Florida Tech. Taking him out for the honors. 3-3 three three with a 3.15 earned run average. Since he signed with the Grizzlies, or uh, with the honors, I should say, in June 2019, this is his 24th appearance. Over 25 and 2 thirds innings, Byers has K-27 and walked eight. The league is hitting 258 against him. He last faced the Grizzlies. On August the 17th, retired the only man he faced in a 9-6 Otters win, a couple of Saturdays back. He faced the Grizzlies in Sojay and we took the loss. A 5-3 Grizzlies win on the 2nd of July. Three runs all earned on three hits over two innings. He struck out four without a walk, so it's been a mixed bag for him. In total, three runs all earned over two and a third innings across a couple of appearances against Gateway. Here's Gunnar Buter, righty batting second baseman who has struck out twice and fly to right. Three-game hitting streak on the line, and he has knocks in 10 of his last 11. Pitch is a curve, taken for a strike over the outside. He'll be followed by Greg White and Zach Taylor, the 6, 7, and 8 batters for the Grizzlies. Higher sets deals. Jeter swings at a fastball and fouls it back, 0-2. pitch. Peter takes a curve low. One ball and two strikes. Swings at a curve, bounces it off a couple of hops to third. Scooped in by Long in front of his belt buckle. Long throw to first in trying to get Buter by a couple of steps. He has nothing out of four. There's one down in the ninth.
2: Number 12. Bigger part. Number 22.
1: Ready to ready. pitch on the way. Greg White fouls a curve back. He just grounded a short, line to right, and struck out. Pitch is swung out and missed. No balls, two strikes. Two pitch. White takes a fastball up and in. One ball, two strikes. White open stance back of the box, rather upright. Holds his hands shoulder high, elbow straight back. Pitch to him. Fastball swung at, missed. He went after high heat and struck out. Two down. First strikeout for Bayer, 13th for Evansville, pitching two away in the ninth, Grizzlies down 6-0.
2: Number 10, catcher Zach Taylor.
1: Over the outside a strike. That's a generous call. He has slide to left, struck out at single. The pitch. Curve taken low, one ball, one strike. Two men out. Grizzlies' winning streak will come to a close at four games. The pitch, fouled back, one to two. GCS Credit Union post game show will immediately follow tonight's final out. Grizzlies down to their final strike. Meyer into the stretch. Sets at the letters and his pitch. <laughs> Taylor swings at a fastball and foul tipped it off. Mike Rizzitello, the otter's catcher. And that did not look good. He kind of knocked his head back. And he kind of held there with his head, like, pointing back. It's almost like he spun his master out and his head stuck. He Seems to be okay now. Andy McCauley took a couple of steps up out of the otter's dugout, but Rizzitello said he's fine. I think maybe he just held the pose for a second just to get his bearings. What a two-pitch again. Taylor takes, strike three, call to the offside. And the Grizzlies fall to the My final score of six to nothing. Final totals and more. Coming up, GCS credit. The post-game show is next on the Grizzlies Media Network.
13: Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it. Really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cop holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive-through receipts or is that a what-of-you's chewing gum? <laughs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you or all of you? There's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. (sighs) Ah, that is refreshing. Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder.
9: One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag Community to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank. The power of possible. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. A Budweiser.
3: A burger. And Thomas Redford. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, No lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you.
4: Enjoy responsible Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
14: GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA Insured.
0: You are listening to the Grizzlies post game show on the Gateway Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Field in Evansville, Indiana, where tonight the Grizzlies fall six nothing. Their four-game winning streak is no more. Evansville improves to a league best 54 and 37. Nick back with you to wrap things up on our GCS Credit Union post-game show as Grizzlies media network coverage continues. Thanks so much for sticking with us on this Tuesday evening from Southwest Indiana. Grizzlies now at 37 and 54. They are 17 games back of the West Division leading Otters, who are 54 and 37. These two teams have that uh, inverse record as well, which makes it easier to remember. Evansville is now a game clear of Florence. River City two back in third place in the West. And the Miners, let's see if they've gone final yet at home against Lake Erie on our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard. Nope, but they trail 7-3 in the ninth at Red One Park. They're going to drop to four back of Evansville in fourth place and two back of the second wild card. that's occupied by the Rascals. Schaumburg did wrap up a 6-5 win at Windy City, by the way. On oh, the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways can, too at huskybus.com. Let's get to the final totals from tonight's game. First for the visiting Grizzlies, no runs on seven hits, two errors, and eight men left on base. For the host Otters, six runs on six hits, no errors, and 12 men left stranded. Jake Welch got the win for Evansville. Outstanding start. Eight scoreless settings. He improves to eight and five. Chris Carden took the loss for the Grizzlies. Another short outing for him to fall at seven and five. There was no There was no save. The game took three hours and 12 minutes. It was played in front of 1,561 fans this evening in Evansville. Time for our Grizzlies media network player of the game. Hitters, it's a tie between Andrew Daniel and Wesley Jones. Both reached base three times. Jones did it with three hits. Daniel with uh, two hits and a walk. Daniel did have the only extra base hit. A double that was back in the first inning. In fact, the only extra base hit for either team all game long. Nobody else uh, had one. Races, no home runs for either team. That was a big surprise for the Grizzlies, considering the power with which they've been hitting. And uh, somehow they went from 12 runs Sunday to nothing today. They are now 2-16 and 16 this year. Two wins and 16 losses in their 18 games following days off. That is uh, difficult to fathom. And not necessarily, I'm, I don't know what the hypothesis would be behind that. Why would the Grizzlies have a harder time coming off an off day than other teams? I can't think of a good reason. But, uh where the numbers have borne out to this point. On the mound, Brandon Mattern had a good Grizzlies debut. Two scoreless innings, a couple of strikeouts a walk. 38 pitches, 21 strikes. And uh, he is our Grizzlies media network pitcher of the game tonight. Tomorrow we'll be on the air at 6.20 Central Time for the Budweiser Pregame Show, ahead of a 6.35 first pitch where the Grizzlies take on the Otters in Game 2 of this three-game series. Left-hander Jordan Barrett will go for Gateway, four and five with a 4.35 earned run average. He'll face right-hander Brandon Sittinger for the Otters. Sittinger is just one of two, but has a 1.4 earned run average thus far in 2019. A limited sample size with the Otters, but has been very good nonetheless, including a quality start already this year against the Grizzlies. The Otters, by the way, when they score first now this year, 40 and 10, they win 80% of the time. So let's see if the Grizzlies maybe could uh, get on the board first tomorrow. Gateway has its four-game winning streak snap now 37 and 54. Evansville now 54 and 37. And again, 6:20 Budweiser pregame show tomorrow, 6:35 both times central. That will be our first pitch in Game Two of this series, the penultimate road game of 2019 for Gateway. Once again, the final totals for Gateway: no runs, seven hits, two errors, eight left. For Evansville: six runs, six hits, no errors, 12 left. Welch the win, he's eight and five. Cardinal the loss, he's seven and five. No save. Three hours, 12 minutes, the official time of game. 1,561, 1561, the paid crowd tonight at Bossy Field. Too many walks. Grizzlies walked nine. They hit a couple of batters. They made two errors as well, a couple of wild pitches. 15 free bases, and they allowed six Evansville runs. The final four runs for the Otters all scored in innings in which Evansville was hitless. Single tallies in the second, fourth, seventh, and eighth innings, all of them scored without a single hit. The Otters only had two hits past the first inning and yet scored four runs. And that was really the difference tonight. Of course, the offense was not there, but that was really what uh, kind of disincentivized the offense even coming back at all. That'll do it for us tonight from Bossy Field. For all of us for the Grizzlies, Nate Gatter saying so long from Evansville. Hope you've enjoyed tonight's broadcast. Staff, as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you, tonight's final score once again is the Outer Six and the Grizzlies nothing. Hope you'll be back with us tomorrow night. This has been a presentation of Gateway Grizzlies baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
0: Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is brought to you by Budweiser, GCS Credit Union, U.S. Bank, and Pepsi. You can catch any of the highlights from this game on gatewaygrizzlies.com, plus exclusive video content throughout the season. Thanks for listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball.